Welcome to, or welcome back, to There Will Be Dungeons, a D&D show where we play Dungeons & Dragons, as you may have guessed from the description. We're excited to be back and happy to be bringing it to you. We'll jump right into our adventure in a moment, but first, I have this to say about our friends at phoenixpearltea.com. You can right now, to celebrate 100 plus episodes of this show, we're offering 20% off any There Will Be Dungeons teas with the promo code TWBD100. That's TWBD100 at checkout. There's a link to this on our website at therewillbedungeons.com or you can go straight to phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD and use that code TWBD100 at checkout and get a great tea for less, specifically 20% off. And that could be your whole order. You could order like 20 teas and get 20% off the whole thing. I like the Pixie Blush, so that's my recommendation. Grab that or any of those for a little bit money off. PhoenixPearlT.com and the code again, TWBD100. All right, before we get into the meat of today's adventure, we go to Kristen, who has a read from last week. Kristen, your notes, please. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, they prepared for their plan. Downward, they were directed to a blacksmith in the bowels of the building. Verl and Stanley purloined pointies while Nash and Hope watched. Neither magic nor munition were manufactured by the makesmen. Bizarre, however, was a buoyant broomstick Hope bagged. Down in these depths, farther than the farrier, sat a summoning circle Nash could now navigate. But for this feat, he demanded a duration of detailing. Their time transpired, and soon the sound of their sortie became impossible to ignore. They fled to the front fence where a progression of paladins pushed against assailants to buy the bunch time to teleport to the top of the tower. Far from there, far up frame, they saw satanic stewards atop monstrous mounts barreling toward their battlements. Further off flew the promised pegasi closing in on their quarry. Nash drew out his dragon while the rest readied their raid. Brill roped a rider as Hope tried to bait with her broom, and Nash banished a beast before barreling toward battle, but it was Stanley who secured the secret to slaughter, the monolith's magic. Demons weren't only deterred by it, they were destroyed. Seeing the success, Hope flew fast, desiring to dive down on the terror trailed by Varel. Nash immediately imposed enlarge to aid in the assault, but concentration cracked. The banished baddie popped back to the plane, knotted with Nash. Now rejoin our heroes as they discover the damage caused by a deed dis- dissipated demon. How will Nash survive this sickening synthesization? Are the Pegasi going to prove to be powerful? And what other wiles will the worshippers of wretchedness reveal? Stay tuned for today's adventure through the high heights and singular sights of the Outlands. Oh man, well done as always. And uh, Bo, we're in your hands. My fate is literally in your hands. All right. Well, picture <clears throat> like an endless horizon. Uh, just just all around there's land, but the land has hills and jagged mountains, and the ground is black or deep gray, crusted and, and, and rotten. And all across this landscape of hills and mountains you see are dotted the rows and columns of a large army whose don't wear you know any suits of armor don't bring any banners with them but have the machines of war at their back large brassiers of fire of fire belching from different spots 
<laughs> burning their bras and piles. Yeah. Wait, is it brass rally? I don't know. Whatever the pronunciation is. I always heard um, braziers, but I don't know anything. It's Whatever. Bra- brazier. Like, like brazier. Uh, the Seattle uh, radio guy. Oh, like Frazier. Frazier. Yeah, <laughs> Frazier's flaming uh, different parts to the rows and columns, and we sort of, you know, move like a bird atop them, and we fly and, and pan up and in the distance against this blackened sky and, and, and charred hills. You see a white tower square looking like an Xbox Series X on the horizon <laughs> <clears throat> shining out, and atop it, uh, well, the machines of war are firing, you know, large flaming rocks at this tower you see and then atop it you see flying just above a squadron of paladins atop pegasi and they're just diving down to reach the center of the tower where knight commander elentra's Vane stands with her large sword made of pure light and the chest containing zoranders fist right by her side and she looks up to them waiting counting the seconds for which they can come down. But then we pan a little bit over to the west side of the tower and we see where the true center of chaos exists. Stanley looks up in horror as he sees Nash uh, all of a sudden enter into fits of convulsion as the green-skinned winged demon appears in the spot of space that he occupies and both of them start uh, convulsing crazily. Ah, The unintended, the, the, the... the circumstance leading to two beings occupying the exact same physical space and creation. And um, Hope and Varel see none of this as Hope is in the current process of nose diving one of the demons that, that Varel has um, his harness on. Basically, he's wrapped a rope, I believe, around its legs, <laughs> around its foot, and he's dangling in the air of the same one as it goes up. Now, Nash, we have to, it was your turn when we left, I believe. Or was it? It was. Uh, you moved to that spot. Yeah, that was yeah. my... Fu- and your f- concentration broke, and it appeared in your spot. Yeah. And you begin convulsing, and you look down to see what this sudden pain is as you shake, and you see embedded inside your body, like a Siamese twin, this green demon. And it looks at you, and it says, All life must end! And it appears undeterred by its circumstance and unfreaked out, <laughs> still insisting on keeping the topic of conversation the universe ending um now it was your turn when we left right oh, it wasn't i think i did everything and then moved so i think mo- my moved, movement was the end of my turn okay perfect so then what happens next is as we slow down into slow motion and everyone's in the middle of their activities a a being appears, materializes from thin air. It was the being that had... Oops, shit. I moved the map tile. Oops, shit. Oops, shit. Oops, shit. It's his name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... That's a great a... name for us. NPC you should write it down. Oops, shit's pretty good, actually. I am Oops, shit Vandabuse. <laughs> Vandabuse. Actually, he's not going to appear there. He's going to appear at a safe distance up in the air. Um, he appears at a safe distance up in the uh, air above Night Commander Lentris Fane. And this is the weird creature that were, was behind all of the demonic bodies. So these creatures that you're facing are these large, the size of a house, Hulk-like beings with large wings and big horns and giant axes in their hands. 
uh, looking as the most demonic thing you've ever seen. And then there's these little green-skinned creatures that, uh, Stanley, you in particular, surmise might be like a squadron commander. Uh, so the squadron commander, which is this green, almost alien, like it's just got a smooth green head and large yellow eyes, appears behind you, but targeting the knight commander, and uh, it casts a spell. Okay, and it's a spell we haven't seen before, so I might, like Ooh. we do with you guys, at a new spell. Exciting. <laughs> That's All cool. right, so uh, a storm made up of sheets of roaring flame appears in a location you choose within range. The area of the storm consists of up to 10 10-foot 10 cubes. You can arrange as you wish. Each cube must have blah, 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 blah. Each cube must have at least one face adjacent to the face of another cube. Oh, interesting. Each creature in the area. Okay, perfect. So... Uh, he summons down a firestorm from the sky. So the sky opens up, the, the clouds swirl, and this large, uh, these large pellets of fire just bring, begin raining down on the point near the night commander as well as you. So uh, if I paint this out, I said seven. What did I say? Up to ten. Oh, ten, ten foot cubes. Okay, so one, two, three. Four. All right, well, the seventh. Oh, five, six, seven. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to start with the Knight Commander. How does this work? It takes 7d10 fire damage on a failed it, save. So we're oh, just I was going to say, there's no save. It's just, man, that's brutal. <clears throat> there, there is a save, so. Uh, rolling a lot of these dice. I can't find all my details. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm only rolling... Oh, no, 70-10 for anyone in the area. Okay, perfect. All right, so Knight Commander Elentris takes 40 points of fire damage. Oh, my gosh. All right, and I need the rest of you to make saving throws, please, as fire uh, fire rains down on your locations, including those that are in the air. Uh, what kind of saving throw? Dexterity, please. Everyone, right? Yeah. Big Natty's 20. Oh damn! All right. First roll of the day. <laughs> Twenty, dude. not natural. Okay. It's a Twelve for Stanley. All right. A seventeen for Nashwell. You know what? I'm going to spend my DM inspiration and re-roll it. Okay. Good call. Uh, that brings us to twenty. Okay, perfect. So uh, all of you take half damage. So that's twenty. Except for Varel, who is also shielded by the body above him, so the firestorm just pelts off the the demon above you, and you're you don't take any damage from the firestorm. If I take if I have fire resistance, do then I do I yep. then half the half? Resistance is having. No, no, you don't half a half. Uh, sorry, do you oh. have more than one instance of fire resistance? No, just naturally, it's just being a tiefling. Yeah, then you take half. Yeah, you have to. I get what you're saying. You have to have. You're technically not having a half because if you have double resistance, you don't get the benefit twice. So I, get, I think that's what I understood. It doesn't stack, is what you're saying. Yeah, but if you save, then you also get resistance on the damage because the damage doesn't get applied until we've done the save. So. Roger, Roger. Does the demon take any fire damage? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, cool. He has to take the fire damage as well. It's a little saving throw. I didn't roll the save. Perfect. He takes the full brunt of the hit. Sweet. As you see, just like he, he's 
he's being nose he's, he's nose diving and he's noticed hope and he's flying towards her but then a big pile of firestorm hit him in the face instead for 40 points of damage okay uh, I just gotta do a resistance check here okay perfect because those are easy to forget okay uh, that's the firestorm that he cast what else has he got all right he has appeared now so he can be seen um it is now the good guy's turn uh and by good guys i just mean the good guys in this conflict and i'm not making a statement about the party <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's see here what is the flight speed of the pegasus 90 feet of flying pretty good eh all right, so 1, 2, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. All right, so they begin flying uh, above 50. All right, and as they get in close, this particular Pegasus engages with the general who's launched the firestorm, makes a strike with a sword, flies by. Whew, the sword, the blade swings. This one as well starts to break formation a little bit and moves in towards this vulnerable creature. General and misses as well. This guy here flies out a little further, almost as if to cover a particular angle. And then, um, yeah, they spread out in formation. So we'll get this guy sort of flying over here, this guy flying over here. And the most ornate of the paladins astride the Pegasus. Woo-hoo flies down above the Knight Commander and raises a hand down to collect the floating chest. And th- there's something, I don't know, strange about these paladins and their ability. So the Knight Commander, Elentris Vane, had the had the, the chest. It was sort of, it was white box, but it would float and it would look like it was made out of ivory or some rock that shouldn't be floating. So the Knight Commander holds up her hand and the box floats up and as the Pegasus with the other knight commander uh, atop it reaches her hand down and lifts the box and has it in her hand flying um, just above the knight commander. Okay. Um, that will be everything there. Pharrell, you're up. Awesome. Well, seeing that they took fire damage and I have been hoisted up to a point where I can attack this feller, am I, am I enlarged? Did that succeed? Uh, concentration was broken with the last thing that happened to Nash. Okay, so cool. So I am not. I'm not. A, I'm not a big boy. You shrunk. Yeah, you shrunk back down. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So uh, I was entangled. He lifted me up. I'm in attack range of his face. Okay. Yep. Sweet. I'm gonna yell as a bonus action, Fangs Inferno, to light my sword aflame. Mm-hmm. And it deals an extra 2d6 fire damage to the target it hits. Let me make sure that's not like once per turn or something like that. Uh, until you use this bonus action again, you deal 2d6 fire damage on a successful hit. Awesome. Cool. I'm going to unleash my reckless ragey blows. <laughs> the first attack is a 24. Okay, it's a hit. This is four while raged. Eight, 12, 15 points of physical damage. Okay. And eight points of fire damage. 
Okay, it all goes through. It, so you you slide. You're, you're you're still holding onto the rope. You, you haven't grappled him yet, so you're not on him. So you're stabbing up like into his legs, basically, right? Uh, or you're a little higher up. You know what? There's he a technicality there yeah. that we might need to refresh because it is a two-hander, and I can't wield. I literally can't in the rules wield it without two hands. So I have bitten the rope then. Okay, perfect. I was gonna give you like um, maybe like a. A, you know, a kung fu movie kind of thing where you could you, you just you're just in the air. Then we'll deal with the falling later, but you get your strikes kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you're you're holding on, so I'll need an athletics. Yeah, okay, you can bite it. It's pretty easy. It's fine. Yeah, it's well, a, you know, <laughs> you can <bite> it. style. <laughs> yeah, I I'll allow it. Use your mouth. You're <laughs> you two handed it ah, while you're biting on the rope, holding on for dear life. Sweet. It's, Second it's, attack yeah. then. Unless you want me to use my first attack to bite the rope. No, no, your attack. No, no, because no, no, you can only multi-attack. You can't multi-action, right? So okay, that's fine. All right, coming in second attack. Equally reckless. Hey, and at twenty. Hey, lucky day. Nice. Lucky day. You're gonna pay for that later. I will. Yeah, it's all gonna come <laughs> crashing down. What do you mean? This what do you mean, Scott? Good. Whenever you have good rolls like this, it's like Vegas rules, man. He's gonna just bottom out. <laughs> At some point, like guys are quit DD, it's gambling. <laughs> Real glasses, half empty outlook on rolling. Yeah, uh, as a barbarian, you can roll one additional weapon dice damage on a critical hit. So, I'm doing Is that, that. brutal critical or whatever. Yeah, it's extra brutes. All right, so that is uh, 12, 18 with the extra. 22 plus the rage is 25 points of physical damage. Oh, geez. That's pretty good. And an extra five fire damage on the back end. Okay, perfect. All right, so you you let out the first blow, just sort of, it's almost like it weakens up the spot for you to get in and get your critical blow. So the first blow just sinks in, not very deep, cutting the creature, and then you just let it rip, and the sword sinks in deeply into its side and pulls out some kind of an internal organ. You're not sure what it is. It's kind of green and brown and peach colored and has two little hoops on the end, like like places where maybe veins go in or something goes in. There's these two little hoops and little like liquids like <laughs> and it flops out. <laughs> it's this huge internal organ of the demon. You have no idea what it is. It's flying across the battlefield. Awesome. I'm all about it, and that ends my turn. Oh shit! I need that. All right. Um, <laughs> perfect. Well, the creature that you've just assaulted, Varel, um, looks down to see what's assaulting him, sees you uh, holding on by your teeth, <laughs> and then turns around and goes to attack you as your eyes go like super wide. <laughs> Brings down his axe upon you. Okay. Wait, is that what he's going to do? Would he do that? Bring down his axe upon you. Now, what if he did this other thing he does? Cool. All right. Um, he looks at you, and there's a sense from the look on his face that he reads as being in danger. Um, so he says a few words that you don't understand in Infernal, like, and then he disappears. Well, he doesn't disappear. Rather, his form becomes a blur. And he sort of splits into uh, 
Sorry, I just need to clarify something here. Ah, he splits into four. Okay. And the four is split around you, Varel, in the air. And they're all attached to the rope that you have in your teeth. All right. So all of a sudden, four four of these green creatures that Hope is nosediving uh, are now surrounding you. Okay? Uh, perfect. What is next here? I think that's all. If It's a magic spell. Like a lot of these creatures get multi-attack, but if they cast a spell, then that's what they've done. So uh, that's what this creature does. Now, to the north of the tower, you hear a loud battle cry. Rend their flesh! And another squadron of these enemy, uh, these, green, these giant, large green flying demons appears from the northern side of the... I think you hurt your microphone, by the way. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Is it no, I just, it just went really quiet for a minute. Maybe it's adjusting or something? I don't know. Oh, it might be. Yeah, maybe I clipped it, you mean? And then yeah, you sound like, better now. I think maybe the, I don't know, the Discord update may have changed it so that that stuff's back on by default. I don't know. Oh, did I get noise gated? Wow. No. Something like that, yeah. It seems to come have come back, though. All right, so from the northern side, you see another squadron fly in. Same as before, there are five of these green demons, and then one of those green-skinned, more humanoid-looking beings atop a flaming horse. And they fly in and begin assaulting the, the paladins on the northern side. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Attack rolls for... Actually... This thing had its turn earlier, so technically it'd be still up here. Um, so these things come in and attack. The 16. Oh, with the modifier. That's going to hit. Sorry, I've got to do a bit of AI stuff here. <laughs> Given that they're AI-controlled beings on this. You know, that being me. You're a good AI. I like, I like your artificial intelligence. Okay. <laughs> It sounds like compliments that don't sound like compliments. No. All right. The first one misses. Second one. Wow. I cannot roll anything to save my life. Okay. This one does something strange. As you're, you're all sort of, I don't know, pretty busy, kind of too busy to notice this. But this one bloop, disappears out of existence. Bloop, and appears next to its teammate and attacks that paladin right in front of it. So, oh shit, and it misses. <laughs> Okay, that dice is going away. Like no, keep it. Yeah, keep that like one that going. Dice. That's it my favorite like dice you have. The whole time. All right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. So we got three more. Well, we got a lot more creatures that are going to do attacks here. Uh, okay, that is a hit. Finally. All right. Okay, so I'm going to do that after. There's also. Okay, that's a, an attack. 2d6. I mean, while I do this, if you want to chat, feel free to. I mean, so far, these guys have teleported and attacked and split in four. They're very anime. They're super anime. Anime demons. I just like the image of Varel having a demon balloon instead of demon balloons. He went at the fair or something. It's just like all the ropes coming down into just one and Varel just dangling from it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then this guy. 
Die for okay, every so this this paladin here on the north uh, east side of the top of the tower, who's flown in position to try and defend, gets overwhelmed by three of them. And the Pegasus, one Pegasus, he's astride one of the demons, takes his axe and just sinks it into the side of the the white mane or not mane, but white coat of this horse. And then red blood just splatters everywhere, all over, and it clumps up in these little patches on its on its fur, and then as it sinks in, another demon comes in and sinks its claw into the paladin, and then just goes, yes! As he has his hand inside the stomach of the paladin, rips it from the top of the paladin, then another one swings at the Pegasus' horse, decapitating its head, and the horse and the head go spinning like this, spraying blood everywhere off the side of the tower. Um, Jeez. Are you buffed if you get hit with Pegasus blood? <laughs> I don't know. And then the paladin, one of the creatures, looks at it and goes, yes. And then as he has his hand inside of its guts, the paladin's eyes begin sprouting these, like, vines. like, And the, the eyes, like, are on the tip of these vines that are coming out of its eyeballs. And he just goes, yeah. And then his hands disfigure and transform and the body wilts turns into dust and then the wind at the top of this tower just blows it away <sighs> into gray ash well that See, sucked for the two of them that's <laughs> well one of them one of them went down ah the um, horse sucked for the horse too oh yeah yeah the horse has, has a soul it is a thing living creatures. <laughs> Horses aren't objects. Okay. Um, Knight Commander Elentris Vane is atop there, seeing her allies um, under attack. She casts a healing... Or no, wait. They didn't take damage. She will take her sword, and she will... Um, she can't reach any of them up into the air, and she doesn't have any rage attacks, so she just stands there ready to defend the chest. She looks over to you, Stanley, and says, We need help. Help them. And then... Uh, catapults fire on top of the tower. You guys ready for the catapults? Love the catapults. Bring it. Okay, that's a miss. Okay, there's going to be one. You guys are flying, so you guys won't hit. Anyone flying won't get hit with them, I think. So that's fine. Uh, so three shots hit the top of the, the tower. But don't hit anything or anyone of significance. Um, this time, it's now the turn for this guy to move forward. Not the guy who strode the demonic horse, but the demonic horse itself comes in behind uh, these large green creatures and surveys the work that they do. We finally get around to Hope. Hope, you're, abo you're abo <laughs> aboard a brew. You're riding a brew. <laughs> you're riding a brew, the witch style. <laughs> and you are nose diving. What seemed to be one of these green demons with um, Varel, you know, climbing up and, and assaulting it with a sword. However, it's split into four surrounding Varel, and that's what you're looking at right now as you nose dive down to their location. Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, what, what are we up to now? Fate seven. So we'll call it the Fate seven for now. <laughs> fate seven. Uh, at, and when she sees the split, she'll immediately uh, stop the broom, 
and she'll take two shots at two different demons to see if maybe the bullets will dispel something or the damage is shared. Okay, very good. Then make your attack rolls, please. And could you tell me which ones you're hitting? I w- you can go like southwest, northeast. That you know, they're all sort of in the perfect. Area. It'll be the um, the south and north ones. South and north ones. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. The first one is a nineteen. Okay, let's see. I have to do a thing here. Okay, uh, perfect. So there's that. Okay, so the first one, uh, roll your attack roll, please. Uh, 21 damage. Okay, it's a hit, uh, but let's see here. Yeah, the attack hits, and immediately it fizzles out of existence. There's no one on, that's the north side one. So directly underneath you, that no longer exists. Perfect. You said the one to the south, so make your attack roll, please. A 15. 15. That is a miss. The bullet whizzes by. Cool. Uh, So, question for you. If Hope hits a demon with her broom, would it do one point of damage? Uh, I mean, if you wanted to ram somebody with it, we could do that, but your current action is expended. You only have two attacks on a multi-attack roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but would, if she moved fast enough, would that count, or would that not count? No, that counts as general movement. You can't... Okay. Yeah. Deal damage during it. Yeah, you'd have to improvise your, your thing for your action. Okay, cool. Well, that'll be Hope's turn, and she'll be reloading for the next round. Alright, reload away, Stanley. It is your turn. Alrighty, uh, I'm going to move a little closer to the uh, the the tiny green guy, the caster, because he's the first one that's caused a lot of damage. He's a real problem, and I'm going to reach out with my telekinesis and yank him down onto the tower. All right, you want to telekinesis him? Yep. Just a quick curiosity question. How many spell slots are you at for that spell? It's one. It lasts for ten. It gives me the ability for ten minutes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Never mind. Then you'll be doing this all. You, you can Captain America this. <laughs> you can do it all day. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're going to telekinesis uh, this uh, smaller humanoid looking creature. Yep. What's so we have a, st- a strength contest, I believe, is what we, we're doing. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a, what did we say it was? It was a strength contest? Yeah. Okay. What did we say last week? wait a second, though. Uh, Let me have a look. So I just want to take a look at the spell, just because this is... Sure. What did we say about what last week, sorry? Well, we were doing this last week, and it was a roll plus a modifier, and we figured it out last week, but it's been a week, and I've immediately forgotten. What oh, it's like spellcast, I believe. 
Oh yeah, let me have a look here. Spells, telekinesis, telekinesis. You can try to move, move a huge or smaller creature, make an ability check, your spellcasting ability contested by creature strength. It's your spellcasting, my strength. Yeah. Uh, if you win the contest. So spellcasting includes proficiency and your whatever the stat is, the stat modifier. Okay, so it's proficiency plus the modifier, which is nine total, which I rolled an 11, so that would be 20 strength that he has to beat. This thing's strength. Okay. What's the beat, sorry? Uh, it has to be 20. So close. 19. Oh my gosh. All right, so you grab a hold of the creature with your telekinetic magic. Pull him down. Pull him down. You pull him down into the surface of the tower, and as as he moves down, he, he seems to recoil. He doesn't have a mouth, so he doesn't make any noises or screams. You just see the, the yellow eyes widen and his body like push back try but try to grab onto something there's nothing to grab onto and you just sort of slam him and as he hits the ground with such force he just explodes into like this vertical pile of blood just like and then it just lands on top and there's this large yellow splat uh where, where you, you you fried him against the uh, tower nice uh and then as a bonus action i'm going to use another one of my bardic inspirations and recast my mantle of inspiration to my allies again uh which let me see because now we got these pegasi people so five creatures uh let me see what the range is sorry uh 60 feet i just want to see if i can get so I can get uh, the Knight Commander, I can get Hope, I can get Varel, Nash is too far, myself, so I guess I'll get one of the Pegasi people as well. Okay, perfect. Um, so they get, uh, if you don't, if you haven't already spent them, you get 11 temporary hit points. And if you want to spend your reaction, you can use your movement without getting an opportunity attack. All right. Which one of the Pegasi guys did you give it to? Uh, we'll say the closest one to me, this one right here. Okay, perfect. So with the free movement, she turns around and sees that, you know, her ally has been taken has been taken out. Like the horse, that horse murder was pretty noticeable by everyone. <laughs> pretty egregious. She turns around and she starts heading to It's her full movement. Uh, Wait, did yes. you give it to her or the Pegasus? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Technically, I gave it to her. So, yeah, that's okay, not so going to affect the Pegasus. Yeah. All right. She can dance around on the Pegasus. But uh, Night Commander has it, and so does everybody except Nash. Okay. So, um, Varel and Hope, you can. You have temporary hit points refreshed from Stanley, and you can move your movement speed. They're both in the air, though. But you can oh, still move. Yeah. Hope, you can move Varel. You could let go of holding onto the rope if you want. No, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> I, also, I also still have my temporary hit points, so if you want to target someone else, if that's worth happening, go for it. Yeah, I I don't I don't think Stanley would have a way of knowing that, so I think he would just put it on the people he trusts most. So, Aww. Go to allies, and then he'd go, I got one more, and then he'd shoot it at the first person he saw. 
All right. So, uh, anything else you'd like to do? Is that you got movement? I think left. Uh, I do have movement. I think I'll just move. No, you know what? I want to keep my reaction. I'll uh, I'll stay here. All right. Perfect. Um, now, after Stanley's turn, two clouds of smoke sort of gather up on on the northeast side. Sorry, northwest side of the tower and the southeast side of the tower. And these two columns of smoke begin sort of appearing on either side. Unclear what it is. Nash, it is your turn. And we finally get to you. (laughs) What's happening with Nash? Mm. Okay. Nash, you look down and you see this giant creature is embedded in your dragon body. It can see you. You can see it. You're both stuck together. You've calmed down from convulsing as the battle has clanged out all around you. Now, there's something important that we have to discuss, Scott. Yeah. Well, it's not every day that a person finds themselves occupying the same physical space as a demon from the, you know, 10,000 floors of the abyss. Yeah. You're in kind of a bad situation. Yeah. So, as a result, I'm going to need you to make a roll. Okay. Uh, and I'm just getting the list for the roll, so I'll just need a quick second. All right. I'm happy to hear I'm not just instantly dead. That's good. You're not instantly dead. No, in fact, it's worse. You're still alive, and it's stuck inside of you. And you, ha- your mind is filling with all kinds of thoughts about how... <laughs> what's going to happen to your life. Um... Okay, so uh, now I just need. I'm just looking for a resource. I'm very sorry. I should have had this open before. And. But I believe it is here. Perfect. Okay. Religion roll. Just kidding. I need you to roll a D10,000. A D10,000? Yep. Uh, we're going to start by rolling D10s. And we're okay. just going to roll the numbers because we don't actually have a dice with a thousand on it. So in order to figure this out, I'll need. I have I'll the one hundreds. Is it easier to do I, a one hundred? You need to roll four actually. So let's roll the let's roll the the, the numbers column. Okay. Roll one d ten, please. One d ten. Seven. Okay. Now the tens column. Roll it again. Seven again. Now for the hundreds column, roll it again. Ooh, 10. Nat 10. <laughs> okay, that okay. And for the next one, please. Five. Okay. Perfect. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to use this information to determine a result. It was so calm, but that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard Bo say in my life. Yeah. I'm going to use this information to determine a result. Yeah. Something very understated and therefore okay. terrifying about the words. So here's what's going to happen. You now become absolutely certain it's an unshakable truth throughout your soul due to the reprogramming of your mind that you're going to die in a picture of a lake. In a picture of, of a lake or in a lake? In a picture of a lake. In a f- Inside a portrait in a, of so a lake. So basically a painting of a lake. Or a drawing of a lake. Yeah. Okay. Painting, drawing, whatever you want to imagine. 
that's where you're going to be in that and you're going to die. Okay. And this is this is a fundamental truth of your character right now. It may not impact you at all, but you know your last day on creation in this D&D game, you're going to die in a picture of a lake. But wait, right for now. not in an actual lake, but in a just a picture of a lake, I'll die. In a picture of a lake. So I won't really die then, just a picture of me will? No, no, you will die. You, 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 Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines will know that it is your last day when you drown in a, in a picture of a lake. In a picture of a lake. Yeah, let's say die is a little too, let's say drown, okay? Drown in a picture okay, of a lake. Okay, drown in a picture of a lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, now that you know that, uh, that thought leaves your mind immediately as you have this giant demon embedded in your dragon body, and it needs to go, and it's looking at you like it's about to attack you. Okay. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Oh, my gosh. Well, do I have my faculties? Can I cast spells and things? You can. <laughs> you can't move. I can't move. Or at least, no, you can. You can. You can do everything. Anything. I can move. But if you move, you bring your friend with you. Does, am you, I hindered? You have Siamese twin. Am I hindered in my uh, distance I can go or anything like that? Is it halved or nope. it's not rough so terrain? Do whatever you want. Okay. Um, oh, man. Knowing all of that, which I didn't know until just this minute, um, I would like to probably try to neutralize or kill what's in me. Can I roll inside or something to see if I think that if I hurt or harm this creature that it will hurt or harm me by doing so? Um, yeah, that's the kind of thing that you'd need some time to think and experiment with. Nothing, not, not time for six seconds. Okay, let me ask you this. If I'm, I'm, you, I am 100% certain in my soul of souls that I'm going to die in a picture of a lake, right? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to attempt... to is his head close to me the demon close to my head yeah i mean if you think of your if you picture your dragon body i know you can relate to this but <laughs> if you picture your dragon form you turn around and move your head and you see that there's a demon embedded inside like your you know your rib cage kind of perpendicular and getting his axe ready to bring it into you all right but you're a siamese um, twin like you're, where, where his body attaches to yours, it just looks like it's always been there. That you've always been a, a demon dragon. <laughs> a Siamese twin demon dragon. Alright, then I'm going to... Is it okay to say Siamese twin? Is that... Is that... Wait, what's the word? Siamese? I don't know how they do that anymore. Yeah, like I don't that. know. Maybe that's not right. I don't know. Maybe. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work or not. Ah, all right. You're I'm gonna, fine. You you already know how you're gonna die. Just attack him. It's yeah, fine. I'm gonna. So here's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna do with uh my one good hand, or what my good hand or what, whatever hand is available and closest to being able to point blank in his face. Uh, I would like to fire a a, uh, a fire bolt directly into his beak, just right into his face. Sure, make an attack roll, please. Okay. Now it is a ranged attack, and he's adjacent. You have to. I don't, that doesn't apply to spells, does it? I think it does. It does. Uh, with disadvantage, please. Oh, disadvantage. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I rolled a 12 and a 13, so I guess a 12. Is that with your modifier? Or that's, that with, that's with my modifier. Oh, yeah, no, you missed. It fires off into the air. Technically, I rolled a From your dragon six. claw, though. You took your dragon claw and went, ah! But yeah. it just missed, you know? Okay. Damn Sorry. it. Um, all right, well, I, I don't know that there's much point in me moving, yeah, so... bonus action and movement left. Okay. <laughs> all right, what it, uh, you tell me. You know how we got these uh, these ramparts right behind me there? Mm-hmm. Um, can my movement include me moving really hard into a rampart where his head is? Or is that an attack? Uh, well, you can't attack uh, anything, but you can move yourself into position to do something funky on your turn. But you used your action. Well, I'm right next to it now, so if that counts as an, if the movement isn't, you know, you're, give... you're you're flying above. Like you guys were both floating above the tower, so if you want to like. You want to stick his head into one of the ramparts and twist it off or something? Is that what? You're... Oh, so I'm not. I'm still in dragon form. You're in dragon form. Oh you, shit! You flew in dragon form, and then the thing—the thing is your size, though. So you have a your size thing in your dragon body. Did I not emphasize the fact? Yeah, that you no. I'm. I, if you or... didn't, I. If you did, I missed it. It's not your fault. Um, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so <laughs> yes, you're a dragon currently. Because what I would have probably done is <laughs> breathe fire on. I probably would have gone for a bite claw unit deal combo, but I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll okay, wait. Okay, well, since you didn't know, I'll give you a pass. I, I, I right? don't want to. I don't want to mess with the. No, no, you didn't know. Let's do. Let's do what a dragon would do. Firebolt is comical, and I enjoyed it, but <laughs> it's like you can breathe fire on it. You can shred it to pieces. You've got high level spells, and you're using your dinky cantrip on it. Well, yeah, so, I just and, thought you didn't feel so. Let's go. I'm just picturing a body through my body. Okay, so. Oh, let me let me get the black dragon up. Black Sorry. dragon. Yeah, black in fact, I'll probably have to play that just for. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Black dragon. There she is. All right. Uh, let's do the multi attack on him then. Okay. We'll start with a bite. Um. Let's see, there's no minimum range on that, right? Never tried this before. Okay, no. Mm -hmm. or maximum or no what am I trying to say he can be right on me it's fine all right um here we go this is for hit you ready mm-hmm okay a 19 that's a hit okay here's my damage uh hold on 2d plus four. Oh, did you tell me these were immune to acid or something what was the deal they are immune to acid. Okay. Yes. You discovered that last week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 2d10, no modifier. Okay, that'll be a 15. Total. A 15 for, for the, the first hit? For No, for the, two, for the yeah. 2d10s I just rolled. Oh, okay. Perfect. This is my damage okay. for the bite. Gotcha. Yep, yep, gotcha. Okay. Next. Does not include the uh, plus four. Okay. And then claw. Uh, here's to hit. Mm-hmm. That would be a 21, is it? With the Yeah, 21. Okay, it's a hit. All right. Then that means we need to do 2d6. No plus four. 
Seven total. Okay, perfect. Two and a five. Seven points of damage. Okay, and then you have a, a bite, right? Yep. And that's going to be, for hit, a 18 again. Still hit, right? Yep, it's a okay. hit. And damage for that will be a 12. All right, then. Perfect. So you you turn around, look at your body like a dog's chair staring at its own tail, trying to chase it around. And you just go to town on this thing. You start shredding it. Slice it once. Whoosh, scales and blood splashing all across your face. Shink, another one. And then finally you dig into a bite. Arr, so you kind of look like this big dragon, but in the shape of a dog chasing its own tail, trying to kill this thing that's inside of you. You start spinning around like this. Okay. In the skies. Do I feel it. any of this? Just curious from a from a lore sort of story standpoint. Am I feeling the no, pain? No, you, okay. you don't feel when you assault it. You don't feel it, your nerves. Okay, cool. Reporting hurt to you. Um, okay, next up it is. Where are you, Nash? Oh, it's this guy here. All right, so we're back to some AI business. As oh, that creature you killed it. Very well done. However, the other, so I'm speaking of these generals, these green-skinned creatures with large yellow eyes. The second squadron, astride a flaming black horse, uh, is riding uh, atop it. And it is going to make an attack move of some kind. Hmm. Okay, perfect. Okay, uh, this is about to get a little intense. Range 60 feet. I always wanted to feel a demon Oh, never mind. Me. It won't be that intense. Okay. It will be that intense. Rank up the intensity. Hang on. <laughs> I'm going to be casting a spell again, one of which we haven't used in our game before. Uh... Intensity intensifying. Oh, this is too complicated of a spell for a DM to do. <laughs> <laughs> DMs don't get to use the spell. Too complicated. No, we can. I just have to make sure. I have to be careful with this thing. And I don't mean that in a keeping you guys safe. I just mean that from a setting precedent kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, easy enough. All right. So, um, oh, but it's got to be all. Okay, perfect. Um, I need everyone. So, so this being atop the horse, he stops and the horse, you know, rears up. And atop of it, he raises both of his hands up, and you hear this telepathic voice enter into your mind. As it enters into your mind, I need you to make a saving throw of the wisdom variety, please. Natural 20, get out of my head! Bitch. 
Uh, a unnatural. Oh wait, no, that's a nineteen. I didn't get to twenty. Nineteen. An unnatural nineteen. An unnatural nineteen. Okay. And um, Pharrell, I'm curious. You're within your shot. Five. <laughs> Can always count on Pharrell to find out what wisdom save effects are. Right, and it's not the modifier. These rolls are really low. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Okay. Um, Ash, you don't actually have to make it. You're outside the area of effect. And you're muted. I didn't hear you. You're still muted. Sorry. <laughs> I was muted. I gave so a really, I gave a really high roll, and I would have given it to Varel as a gift if I was able. So sorry. Uh, what was Varel's roll? Sorry, I got distracted by Scott. It's my bad. It was five. <laughs> oh no! All right. Um, I'm gonna roll for the remaining NPCs in the area of effect. Uh, what is the thing to beat here again? Okay. All right, perfect. Uh, so, Varel, you and the four paladins in the center of the map space here, in the center of the tower, flooding up. You have a strong. You hear a command in your head to walk south, and you must obey this command. The spell was mass suggestion. Um, so if you have a charm effect, uh, you might be immune to this, if you are immune to charm effects, that is. No, I would um, have rolled advantage, but it didn't apply to me. Oh, sorry. Then sorry about that. That's fine. You're, uh, but you're told to walk south. So the mass suggestion comes off and everyone begins watching, walking south. So um, on your next available turn, you'll do that. I don't believe you do that right away. Yeah. No, I think it's just what they spend, at least with normal suggestion, it's what they spend the turn doing. Uh, on a failed save, it, towards, it pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability to continue for the entire duration, which is okay. All right, you've been told to walk south. All right, perfect. That's its spell. It is casted it. That brings us to. So, Varel, you're affected by this walking of south? Awesome. Um, no one else is, but the other paladins in the center table will be. Um, okay, that brings us to the... Well, the good guys. I have a question about that. Just a curiosity yeah. about that, Bo. Mm -hmm. So the spell says that it won't you it won't apply if it... It won't cause a creature to take an action that would deliberately harm it. What would that do to some... I guess we'll find out. What would that do to somebody who's hanging in the air? Well, they dismount safely and, and you know, they do their job safely. Mm, okay. So you, you haven't you haven't lost all rational thought. You just have a mission that you have to accomplish, right? So you have this compulsion to complete the mission, uh, or to complete the suggestion rather. So it doesn't mean, for example, that you'll just walk off the side of the tower and kill yourself. It's just you have to go south. Okay. All right. Perfect. So that brings us. So, so the immediately the knights in the air, this the knight commander. She lands. Or no, she doesn't land. She doesn't need to land to move south. She begins flying south. Now the one danger about flying south is that the mass of the army 
is in the southern direction. So she begins, she takes off with the chest, and instead of flying in the direction she came, which was from a north, north northeasterly, northwesterly direction generally, she begins flying towards the edge of the tower. And as well, this one does. Okay, they begin flying, and this one does, but grants an opportunity of attack. Um, Let's see here. And that's actually a miss. So they, they both take off. And the night commander as well looks at you, Stanley, and says, we need to get south. Let's move. And she gets down from that 20, 30, 40, uses a dash action to run to the southern side of the tower. Okay. Um, that is them. Varel, you're up next. Now you have a compulsion to move south. I'm trying to find some sort of answer to if I use my movement and my actions for such, but if a flame burst would be possible while in movement. Or is this an all-encompassing desire? Uh, You suggest a course of activity and magically influence up to 12 creatures. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune. Suggestion must be worded in a manner that sounds reasonable. They can't kill themselves. Each target must make a save. On a fail save, you pursue the course of action described to the best of its ability. So this is your priority. The suggested course of action can continue for the duration. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it is asked to do. Uh, you can also specify conditions that will trigger a special activity. For example, you might suggest a group of soldiers give all their money to the first beggar they meet. If the condition isn't met for... So that, this is your priority. Your priority is no longer whatever it was you're doing. Your top mission in life is moving south. Okay. All right. I will... Uh... The charm effect. So you've lost control of your character, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have control, but now you have a new... South is pretty important. I mean, the weather's nicer, uh, people are freer, they're more open to different ideas of conversation. The south of Outland probably is better than the stuffy north, you know? Seems like a good idea. All right, well, I will slide down the rope Mm -hmm. and land upon the little tower here. Yeah. And then proceed with the rest of my movement to the south. Okay, so you still have uh, actions left. And getting down, you don't have to just jump off the side. You obviously have to get down safely. If there's any steps you want to take using your action and bonus action to secure a route to the south, you need to do them. Uh, hmm. <laughs> did, the, did the monster... Was he still holding on to the rope? That I used to slide down? Uh, well, it was attached to his leg, right? And I guess he yeah. was pulling you up, and you were pulling him up, and there are three of them. So you just let go. Well, wait a second. You're in midair. You slid down the rope, but the rope's not touching. It was a, well, it was a 50-foot rope. Yeah, you probably get down safely. But that's most, you know, that's probably most of your movement is just descending the rope safely, not falling and taking fall damage, right? Yeah. If you were to to move down with your turn, you're moving down safely. Yeah. Move to the edge. That's that's kind of a dash. I'd not make you use a dash action because of the momentum of gravity helping you get down quicker, but like um, getting off the rope would be your move action. Well, okay. Uh, So I come to the edge and I am overwhelmed with a purpose to head south. Mm -hmm. And I am currently enraged, which doesn't stop suggestion but i'm enraged you are so 
I am going to attack the knight commander on the horseback because I'm going to steal his horse and head south. Okay. Perfect. Uh, which so knight commander? Would, the vein or Thale? I would like Thale? to descend the rope, uh, which is... Well, you wouldn't be able to get to the knight commander in time, just descending and walking in an L shape, right? Well, what I want to do is, is run sideways and do a whoa, like double double two feet, kick him off the horse, and then yeah. Well, why don't you instead stay in the air and just jump from your location to try and land on the horse guy? Okay, I'll, I'll give it like yeah. a, a swingy if swing. You, if you walk, it's like too long to get there, but you the, you could just totally, yeah, like Spider-Man it onto the back of the horse or something like that. I would allow a roll for this. Okay, <laughs> badass. So there you are. There's three of these demons surrounding you. You have your mouth on the rope and you're like, F this. I don't want to do this anymore. And so you kick off one of them uh, and you are now shooting down to top the horse with the Knight Commander on it, the Pegasus. Yes. Let's make uh, an acrobatics roll to see because this is is a feat of of heroism and acrobaticism. What if I were to do it with more of a a jumpiness rather than a flippiness? Okay. What does that mean? I just want to use athletics for jumping rather than acrobatics because I'm better at one than the other. I'll allow it. Sure. Power jump. All right. Okay. Power jump. I let loose a mighty jump of 26. Yeah. Okay. So, and part of the jump, the reason you're rolling is you probably could just jump and move there, but you wanted to knock him off the horse, right? Yeah. 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 So you just go feet first. Both feet land squarely in the back of the knight commander's back and you dismount him. A dismounter. <laughs> she gets kicked right off the horse and starts flying. And as she's flying, her her whatever magical grip on the box containing the fist, the Zorander's fist, also f- falls and it falls to the ground. Now the way you kick her, because and I'm gonna, I think it's very important to draw an arrow. Um, now I don't want to do anything you're not particularly intending, so I'm going to let you decide to veto this if you want. Uh, uh, Kyle, but you see the arrow? That's yeah, the momentum yeah. of the kick, right? Mm-hmm. So if you kick her off, here's what it l- looks like. Uh, you kick her off, right? You're right there. And she goes, ah! Is it, you still want to do that? I mean, I would. this isn't about alignment. This is about a enraged lizard man getting a magical suggestion to do Just a thing. Sometimes I make a consequence of doing something cool, killing something you didn't intend it. So I wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, we, we are want, both. Your buy-in, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm magically and uh, chemically enraged and blind right now it's not just about moving south it's about i need to move south now and everyone get out of my way because you're rage okay you kick you kick the knight off and the knight begins falling to her death all right Ah, and there's uh, stanley you see this happen and then you look at the knight commander elentra's vein you see her looking at this scenario um well you can't see her because your back's to her the way she'd be looking you'd never see her face never mind i thought it'd be dramatic but that didn't happen uh, she's within 60 feet of me. Can I burn my reaction to hit her with a feather fall? Do you need line of sight? Let me see. I think I do. But, I mean, I, I would have to, right? It doesn't say. Choose up to five falling creatures within range. That's all it says. Okay, well, you're within 60 feet. All right. 
hit her with a feather fall. All right, we're in the spell slot, and as she as Varel kicks her off, you turn around and you go, and you catch her midair, and she's screaming, "Ah!" I have to go south. <laughs> how long? How long does it last for? One minute. Uh, feather fall. Yeah, it lasts for a minute. So it's ten turns, roughly. Yeah, the falling creature's rate of descent slows to sixty feet per round. Oh, she'll make it to the bottom. Fine. Yeah, you, you know that she'll land. Okay. All right. Perfect. You catch her, Varel. Uh, you're now astride a Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, it buckles underneath you, doesn't know who you are, and it fights against your control. Uh, especially now that you've also just killed its dealio. However, I will send you a link with the stat sheet in case you do manage to get control of it. That might be helpful. Okay. Um, I need a break, you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> this battle is just like absolute mayhem. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So let's take five, and uh, with the uh, the first um, uh, PK, yeah, almost PK, uh, having happened. Good idea. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, more. So come on back, everybody. I see Bo in his hood now. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> Part two, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, it's all Thank yours, you. whenever you're ready. All right, so when we last left, Varel, uh, following his suggestion to move south, jumped from his location, gripping by his teeth, surrounded by three of those beasts, towards uh, the Pegasus that the approaching Knight Commander was riding, and he kicked her off with both feet, and as she fell, Stanley feather falled her, so she flies to the ground. Now, importantly, the chest that she was holding fell from her grip, but it landed on top of the roof tower and, and hit the side of the rampart, just narrowly missing, also falling down to the ground. Now, um, Varel, one thing we didn't take up was an attack of opportunity as the three creatures uh, attempt to attack you while you move away. Okay, and it's going to be a hit. Okay, so and they're going to use that. They swing it with their axes. Okay, and you take... 23 points of slashing damage. Damn. So 11 points of slashing damage. There goes those temporary hit points. Yep. Perfect. Yep. (laughs) They did their job. Okay. Uh, So you get swiped now. Hope you're watching the three demons sort of attack him at the same time. And you're not really clear which one hits him. So you weren't able to learn anything. As he gets nailed on the way out. Okay, and that that would conclude Varel's turn as he begins flying south at the top of Pegasus. <laughs> um, it is now the turn of these creatures. Okay, so they immediately see that the the their uh, the creatures that were surrounding Varel that the the subject of their assault uh, has moved out of position, and they fly they chase after you. So, what is their movement? Okay, perfect. They are flying. That means 60 feet. 1, 2, 10, 15, 20. Oh, yeah, there's more than enough room here. So they begin using their fly speed to chase after you, Varel. 
all three of them at the same time turn around and begin bolting in your direction. Uh, they get within range behind you and they begin attacking you. Okay. So here we go. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna attack you. All right, so uh, they hit with the great axe yet again. Mm-hmm. For nineteen points of slashing damage. And then uh, with the secondary attack, after they swing with the great axe and nail you on the shoulder, tink. What, uh, all three of them reach out their claws and attempt to impale you with them. Uh, and this time it is also a hit. Oops, that's the wrong dice. Gotta re-roll that. It's a smaller dice, so this is better for you. Uh, 13 points of slashing damage from all three. They all hit you at the same time, so you're not clear which ones really hit you as you keep continue to receive assaults. Uh, but with the claw, as the claw impales you, Varel, you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. All right. Well, that's an Addy one, but we're going to use inspiration. Okay. To make it a... 23. Perfect. So you save... And you suffer no further effects. Okay. Now, um, uh, let's see. Which one? uh, What other things are here? All right. So the nearest available creature for them to kill, these three up in the top corner. Okay. Have this paladin here. And they all fly down and begin surrounding this guy. All right. And one of them hits with their great axe. Uh, They attack the pegasus that he's riding. It's a miss. That's a miss. The second one, wow, miss. Hit. Okay, so he's going to... Alright, so the first Great Axe swings, misses, and the Claw Strike misses. Another Great Axe swing misses, but then a Claw Strike hits the Pegasus, sinking deep into its white fur, and blood's being squirting out. And he, with the Claw inside, there's almost a sense that what he's doing is like injecting something inside of the the pegasus here um okay and so that takes effect now there's a third one i have to roll the attack rolls for that guy and those are two misses and a swings too that's pretty bad overall um there's one more of these green demons on the north side and that is wow this dice is cursed all right we're we're down two two dice today i can't hit anything (laughs) eight attacks one hit pretty big attack modifier. Okay, so there's that swing and miss, swing and miss. And there's Stan Lee. There's the one next to you that turns around and sees you but does not want to lower down to where you are, having seen his, his, his you know, the, what the effects are of getting too close to the ground. So what it's going to do is it casts invisibility on itself. Ah, oh, what a punk. And it is now gone. Okay. Uh, now, Lentris, who sees what's happening above through the confusion, hardens her resolve, although you're not quite clear what's going on with her. You just see the back of her body as she looks up 
into the sky and sees Varel being chased by these demons and her the Knight Commander falling to her safety. But she moves into action. She re-picks up this thing and she calls out to one of the Pegasus riders that are nearby her for assistance. And um, so that's what she does. She calls out and she moves because they're flying up in the air. So there's no opportunity attack. She moves to a safe distance underneath the nearest Pegasus uh, flown by one of the other paladins as a part of the squadron. Uh, she appears to intend to get on it herself. Now catapults are going to fire out along the surface. Basically the only person who could get hit is Stanley. <laughs> so we'll just see if that happens or not. Okay. All right, three more catapult shots fire across the top and hit the sides. There's more shots and they hit the side, but the three that are aiming for the top land all around you and go, and you're in like the worst war zone ever. Um, Hope. Oh, one more creature before it's returned. Hope. This being moves even closer towards the center to get a sense of the battlefield. He flies up over here and flies high up into the sky. Um, he's about 120 feet or so, much higher than everything else. Hope it is your turn. Okay, seeing um, Elantris grab the box, she's going to aim her next two shots at the flyer that's closest to the Knight Commander and then the one next to it. Sorry, the Knight, like, you've been talking about these two demons here, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. You actually don't have to call out the demons. There is a mechanic for determining whether you hit the real one or not. So go ahead and just make your attack rolls on them. Cool. First is an 18. Okay, so one second while I do this. Okay, uh, it's a hit on the real dude. Nice. Only damage dice. Nineteen damage. Nineteen damage. All right. Describe how you kill it. Nice. Oh, badass! Mm. Nice. I want, uh, in honor of Varel, Hope will kind of sidestep on her broom so that when she takes the shot, it showers Varel and the unicorn in the blood of the demon. <laughs> All right. So you take a, a perfect shot in order to cause maximal exploding damage. And Varel, it's, just, it's like a wave. You know, if you sit on the beach in a wave, you have your back to the wave and then it hits you. And that's exactly what happens. But instead of water, it's blood and guts. And your Pegasus is entirely covered in blood <laughs> and almost crimson red at this point. Blood it's now a blood assist. Blood assist. Oh, and Kyle's not here, so you can enjoy that. All right. I just described blood. it to him as we were going, so don't <laughs> worry. It was all heard. We've got the blood assist ready to go. All right. Perfect. Okay. And as the is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Uh, no, you another hope we'll keep her eye on the box. The yeah, the illusions disappeared with the demon. Correct. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So in that case. She'll look around the battlefield, and behind her, she'll see the baddie on the cool horse, by the way. Like a midnight steed, I would imagine. And that's where she'll fire her next shot. Okay, perfect. On the steed or at the thing riding it? 
Ooh, isn't that the question? Uh, the steed. Okay. Looks like a 27. Okay. And this one stat block I don't have open, so it's just going to be a quick, uh, quick. It'll be quick something. <laughs> some, some, some unit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, we just know it'll be quick. It'll just be quick. Uh, Speed will be a feature. What was the roll again, please? Uh, twenty something. What's a, a twenty-seven? Cool. It's a hit. Sweet. And then twelve damage. What kind of damage? Just a regular bullet. I think it's piercing. Piercing. Okay, perfect. You do twelve piercing damage to the uh, to this, this nightmarish horse that has a mane of fire. Okay, you do. Sorry, twelve. You said. Okay. Yes. All right. You do twelve damage to it. The bullet hits him, uh, but it sure it shows no sign of deterrence. Like you hit it, and it appears like unaffected, or it doesn't have nerves, or doesn't respond the way normal creatures do. You just hit it, and that's that. It's very unsatisfying. Cool. Hope will sit there on the broom staring at it with her gun out. <laughs> Sight's dead on. And that's her turn. All right, Stanley. You're standing in a pool of blood atop the uh, the top of the tower. The green beast that was near you has disappeared. You know, your gut, your, your spidey sense, your instinct tells you it's got to be in the area somewhere and it's probably not far. Uh, to the south of the tower, there's two Pegasus riders and the Knight Commander dealing with the floating chest, and Varel is in that area, too. Nash and the his, his conjoined twin are still struggling to fight each other to the west, and Hope is uh, flying just above you. All right. Uh, Stanley's going to move uh, back a ways and up the stairs to get maybe just a better vantage point, have a little more options and uh, maneuverability uh, with things going on. And upon getting to the top of the stairs, I am going to target uh, this demon that is attacking the Pegasus Rider and grab him with telekinesis and yank him down too. Straight okay. down 30 feet. It's a strength contest versus your blah, blah, blah. Yep. Oh, this isn't going to go good. It's eight. Yeah, I have like I'm just finishing calculation sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So does that just mean it whiffs? Yeah. He just okay. he gets maybe he feels it, but it doesn't do anything. Um, and then I guess you know what? Let's people are taking damage. Things are getting risky. Let's go ahead and use another inspiration mantle of inspiration. And based on where I am, I can hit Hope, myself, Nash, Varel, uh, and we can hit the Knight Commander. That's five, right? Yeah, that's five. Yep. One, all two, right, three, we'll hit four, all of them. So 11 temporary hit points if you don't already have them, and you can burn a reaction to move freely. Okay, uh, perfect. The Knight Commander does not move. But I will note the 11 hit points. I already have 11. Uh, Bo, do you remember what my total uh, is for the dragon? You were writing those down last week. 
Yeah, I remember you took 40 fire damage. Yeah. And um, that's it. You haven't you didn't you didn't take damage from this transform. You're, you're, you're conjoined, but you haven't taken any damage from it. That was about it, though. You haven't suffered a lot. Okay. So I'm just you gonna have keep 40 HP here. worth of damage. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, Borel, you can move as well. You, out of all the characters, it would be the one I would think most needing to use this to get south. Well, I wait. I can. I, I kick my Pegasus. Does he still oh, want to go? You, oh yeah, it's the Pegasus. Yeah. Does he yeah. still want to go south? I thought it was only for a round, and he has technically already gone south. It lasts twenty-four hours. Who oh, does it? Yep. Well, <laughs> with that said, do you have anything else you can do with your turn? Oh me or yeah, yeah, yeah. no I'm. Oh, so I I'm, thought you were lo you were you were thinking about the twenty four hours. I was thinking about the twenty four hours. Okay, um, fair point though that Varel's not moving south because the Pegasus didn't get the mantle. All right, so um, uh, on either corner, these those two columns of smoke I described earlier, they begin to uh, dissipate, and in their place, these very tall women now stand on either corner. But they don't quite stand. They appear to be floating just a bit from the top. They're in. They're these tall Amazonian-looking women in black armor, and they have horns. And there's something demonic or inhuman-looking about them as they appear on either side of the tower uh, corners. Um, I gotta move layers here. Sorry. Okay, now let's see what they do. Um, they have wings, of course, <laughs> so they're flying. That's why they're floating. Okay, perfect. And they both sort of float up on either corner, and each of them pull out a longbow from an invisible location, maybe even another dimension from their back. As they pull out the longbow and draw, they both take a bead on hope. And they let loose a volley of arrows, Hope, as you fly around on top of your uh, broom. You ready? Let's do it! Let's do it! All right. Uh, I have to get your AC here so I can just do this quickly. AC is kiss my ass! <laughs> you know, if there's an AC to have, that's the one. That's the one you want, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about... Terminator 50. levels of AC. Uh, those are pretty good. I like Kiss My Ass better, though. Um, all right, so it's you, It's hitting you. I need your AC. Okay, 15. All right, my plus. All right, so the first one's a hit. I'm just going to roll all the rolls, and I'll tell you how many hits there are. Does that make sense? Yeah, time. sounds good. Yeah. Like an aggregate of damage or something? Yeah. Ah, oh, 11 points of damage total. What a shame. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, th this demonic archer from the top left fires three arrows, but it's quite far, and they all go wide. These foreboding-looking black, jet black things go, <laughs> but the one to the southwest uh, takes a beat at you as you dodge those ones and goes, <laughs> hit, <laughs> hit, <laughs> hit, 
You get nailed with three arrows. Um, okay, so now we'll be rolling damage dice for you. Uh, let's see here. The first arrow. Okay, 15. No, I overrolled dice, so we're going to have to start that over. Oopsie. Seven points of piercing damage for the first arrow. All right. Um, that's not all. And 13 points of poison damage for that same attack. Now, I think you have some poison resistance or something like that, right? Maybe? Yes. Immune or resistance? It would be... Let me check. Advantage against being poisoned. Okay. Yeah, resistance. Oh, there's resistance as well. Oh, I see it here. Cold fire poison. Perfect. So you can split that damage from the poison. I did say 13 or 19. Uh, 13. I heard 13. 13. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I thought, too. First of all, right. Okay, so you can half that to 6. Cool. Next one. Next arrow's damage. Uh, I have so many tabs open. Sorry, guys. This one is for this guy. All right. Take another 8 slashing damage. And you take eight poison damage, which you can have to four. And for the last arrow, does six piercing damage. And seven poison damage, which you can have to three. All right, now I'll need you to make three constitution saving throws, please. Okay, and with my... You have advantage on the saving throw. Yes, yes. Okay, so first one. And uh, what do I add to it? Uh, Your constitution. Constitution, thank you. Okay, so the first one is a 26. Okay. Second is a 19. Mm-hmm. Good. And then a natural 20 for the third one. Perfect. You suffer no poison from any of the arrows that hit you, although you take some poison damage. Uh, and those are its attacks uh, as they appear shooting arrows from either corner of the tower. Now, next we have... Um, hey, Nash. I had a question oh. for you, though, Bo. Okay. So I, I'm already learning that mass suggestion is different than regular suggestion. But okay. with suggestion, if you take damage from a target or their allies, it breaks. Is that true for mass suggestion? I didn't see any of that in the text. Crap. Uh, that's not an option. And pursues a course of action described to the best of its ability. Suggest a course of action can continue for the entire duration. If it can, if it's completed a shorter time, it, you know, the spell ends. Uh, nothing about. Oh, if any, if you or any of your dam- companions damage a creature affected by the spell, the spell ends for that creature. Oh, and I kind of played Knight Commander's turn wrong because she was hit by it. Oh well. 
we'll just say that she stood there trying to figure out. Oh, that was your movement for Mantle of Inspiration. We're good. Uh, does that answer your question? So, yes, you can attack teammates that are... So, wouldn't the opportunity attack he took getting to the horse him? have broken it? Well, no, but I mean, wouldn't it have broken for the, the dude? His allies attacked it. His allies attacked him. The guy who cast Mass Suggestion attacked Varel. So wouldn't he be free to act now? Uh, if you have any of your companions damage a creature... Oh, I guess that would be his companions. Oh, so you wouldn't be able to break it with damage, but his friendlies would be able to break it. Right. Did they fight him after the spell was he cast? He took an opportunity attack swinging on the rope. Oh, well, it looks like that's rules is written, so... We'll deal with that when Varal gets there, but likely he'll okay. He'll uh, he'll win his rules lawyer case. I um, I just want to save him before he flies a Pegasus ninety feet south. Well, I was. We won't see him again him. for a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know it's true. The DM sort of screwed himself. So all right, um, the that be, Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so you're still conjoined with this green demon inside your body, right? So I had thought about a thing, but I don't know if I should do it. Oh, shoot. My page closed. There it is. Um, all right. Now I'm, the, I'm against that wall still. And he, yeah. is, and he is protruding from me as if he's in me parallel, right? It's like you're conjoined. Like, like we're conjoined, but we're not head-to-head -head conjoined. He's like... Perpendicular. So like he's like cross-sectioned out of your, your body. Okay, good. You're, I want to, as an action, swing his head really hard against the metal or the, the, the stone uh, protrusions of the side stuff, whatever that's called, the ramparts. Okay. I want to smack his head on there like a melon as hard as I can. So you want to use your dash action to like fly up and fly it? Well, yes. It doesn't affect your speed. Whatever you movement I need to do it. You don't need to use a dash action to do that. You you want to move at top speed and just clip his head on the side and let the force tear it off. Yes, as, as hard as I can. Okay, well, how hard can you get, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never ask, Bo. Big question. All right. Um, this is going to be a feat. It's going to be d challenging to do, so you're going to have to do that. But we'll I'll allow you to do it with Dragon Athletics. Okay. All right. So let's see what happens. All right. Um, so what do I need? Do an athletics check? Is that what you're telling it's me? An athletics check, please. Okay. All right. It needs to be high. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we come. You ready? Mm -hmm. Please be high. Please be high. A 22. That's pretty high. That's pretty high as you f fly up into the air and circle back to make sure you have enough room to do this on this turn. And you go and you dive bomb the side of the rampart, whistling back as the creature goes. Ah! And as the thunk hits, you hear this. Like, hang on. I got a better way of doing this. It sounds like this. Uh. 
Wow. Like Foley is real. As you fly by and the head comes spinning clean off and flips into the air and little like cartwheels of blood, like a Ferris wheel of gore, just like as that flies out. The body, however, still seems to be moving and kept alive by your life force as you fly past it. Its head is taken off. You still feel the body moving and fighting against you. And what's interesting is that all the parts where you're conjoined with this demonic twin begins to feel like fire. It begins to swell at these joints and you almost feel feverish in those spots. I'll need you to another, roll another D10,000, please. Oh my lord. Do you want me to do 100s or you still want 10s? Let's just do it by 10s. Okay. First roll. A 2. Mm-hmm. Second roll. A 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 for the next one. Okay. Eight. And then okay. one more, or is that it? That's it. Oh, nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, one second. Okay. Um, roll a 1d4, please. Okay. Can do. I don't know what chart Bo has, but I like this chart. The roll for arousal chart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, natural four. Okay, so um, the magical effect that takes place is four creatures near you double in size. Four creatures near me double in size? Yeah. Does he count as a creature near me? Because he's uh, in me? He's, your, he's part of you. Okay. Uh, okay. And Shit. he just took his head off. <laughs> However, these creatures... This is bad. Become, so just to the north of you, uh, the paladin... Uh, Wait, Actually, would it be the paladin yeah. and his horse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, hang on. Well, it doesn't specify which ones, but I think if we were to rule it, ruler it out, those are the biggest ones. So. so right next to you, Nash, the Pegasus, the knight, uh, the paladin riding atop it, and two of the creatures next to him double in size. Brrr, they become massive 20-foot-tall beings. Brrr. Holy crap. Am I aware that I caused this? You're somewhat aware that there's a disruption in the natural order of magic. Okay. Uh, which is a very hard thing to accomplish and very rare. Yeah. And it's producing unexpected results in the fabric of reality. Okay. So uh, all the creatures next to you have now doubled in size. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Um, so now that that's done... Uh, wait, is it? Is any, oh, that was the end of your turn. That's, That's the end of my turn. Yeah. All right, perfect. So next to uh, next to you, the riding atop the horse, this creature uh, that's a general has been largely unignored and is now floated up and can look across everything to see. And here's what he's going to do. Wait, so. These these knights haven't taken damage yet. Okay, so perfect. I have to read another new spell. Uh, all the new spells happening today. All right. Um, let's see here. Just be a quick moment, please. Spells. Okay, 20 foot. Okay, so 
what he does, and I've got to find another thing for level 20 here. Just give me a quick moment, please. You're all good. Okay. I'm digging through assets because I think we'll need that. Perfect. Here's one. All right. Yeah, it's a 20 foot. So let's use this one. Yeah, it's a 20-foot ring. All right. He casts Wall of Fire in a circle. Uh, roaring flame appears uh, around you, Stanley. Uh, no, that's Firestorm. That's the wrong spell. Wall of Fire. All right. It's 20 foot in diameter. Diameter is the full diameter. Radius is the half one, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. The flames are 20 feet high, and the wall is a foot thick. It's opaque, so you can't see through it, and it's just fire all around you. When the wall appears, each creature within its area, so you're not in its area, it's around you, so you don't take any damage from it. What? Okay, perfect. Sorry, I just had to... I'm learning the game, too, and all these... No, no, it's fine. It's just you asked it like somebody whispered you a real quiet question. <laughs> okay, so wall of fire that's 20 feet high erupts around you, Stanley, and you have uh, no. nowhere to run, and you're now sweating from all the, the, the heat. Uh, that's its turn, although before we end its turn, it's going to steer its mount a little bit out of the way to safety. Uh, behind his, his embiggened teammates. Okay, uh, perfect. Now that leaves us with the good guys. So, <laughs> what I call the good guys, they have to move south. So, Commander Thale, you kicked her and didn't do any damage to her, so I guess she's still going to move south, but she's falling to the ground. But these two Pegasus riders, one, two, three, they can move up to six. They fly south and off the map, basically. That could have been you, Varel. You could have gone with them. We'll see. Right. This one here <laughs> in the north, we have a knight, uh, Strider Pegasus, who's fighting one of these things, um, brandishes his sword and shield and says, For Euphemius! Ah! And makes his big attack, and as he attacks, his sword like just sort of seems to catch lightning, not from the sky, but just in the air around him. And he smites the creature uh, with his sword. Dealing all right, dealing 30 points of damage to it. Okay, and then saving throw fails and stunning it. So a battle's going well to the north. Whatever, I'll just put a thing there. All right, perfect. I think that covers all the good guys that are left <clears throat> because the numbers are dwindling. Um, that puts us to Vorel. All right, so what was the decision? Am I free to... Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry, if you could just hold one more moment. The Everyone's got to... This guy didn't take damage yet, did he? But he wasn't part of the thing. Okay, you're good, Vorel. Let's go. Sorry. Okay. Am I free from suggestion? <laughs> you are. You, there's, you sort of shake your head and kind of come to and you do have a strong sense that what you did was motivated by some something outside of you some magic that was cast on you and your actions to kick over the person may or may not you can't tell but 
you know, you were definitely under the influence. All right. Your uh, how how's the horse with me? How's the Pegasus? Uh, Pegasus is not happy to have you underneath. You will have to tame it mm. to move on it. This or, uh, or a big animal handling roll will probably nail it for you. This demon over here on that is on the battlements firing arrows at Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one on each corner, the top left and the bottom right. And Stanley is currently sweaty, but in no danger. Yeah, Damage-wise. Yeah. Damage-wise uh, and no danger. Well, you know, I've been fighting flying things, and a Pegasus sounds useful. So I will... I will headbutt it with a handle animal. <laughs> I love that. Right. You'll need an animal handling roll and an intimidation roll, please. Okay. Which you can do on one action. Steed, you're mine to command. I got a 19 on the animal handling. Okay. And for the headbutt, it was a 8. Okay. So you, you yell out the thing that you yell and give it a headbutt, and it tries to throw you from its back. Oh. All right, which it'll do on its turn. So, not now. But it's still fighting against you. You can't move with it. Okay. You just kicked, you just kicked off its rider. <laughs> it's actually in front of you. As you're trying to get it to go, you can see down below the, the rider falling. Feather falling. Uh, it's, a, it's a fool of a horse. I will dismount then. If it's not going to work, my action has failed. Okay, then you can just jump off. Cool. So I will have my, I will use my action attempting to tame it, but it is some sort of civilized horse business. And I will spend my turn Oh Mm. See, (laughs) Varel sees fire. I <laughs> I do, and I I kind of need a technicality here, so okay. I'm going to rescue Stanley. All right. What is I, how, what is that? <laughs> what does it entail? What's the plan? I jump in there with him. Okay, you jump inside with him, and I take damage from the fire jumping through. Are you not immune to it? I am resistant, but I am counting on the damage I take to maintain my rage. Right. Perfect. So you will take damage walking through it. Uh, it deals 5d8. Right. Let's see here. Thirteen. Eighteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven fire damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, Down you don't make a 13. save if you walk into it too. You just you take the full brunt of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm jumping through. Yeah, you know, R- rounding down for your Stanley house. with me. Ah. <laughs> and I land triumphantly, you know, with my with my ankles out, and you are now inside my aura, meaning you have fire resist. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. 
now. Okay, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? That'll be my turn. All right, perfect. So uh, it's now the turn of the large green beasts. And the one in f- at the north, we're going to start with him, assaults with a great axe and hits. Uh, it's this mister over here. So let's get the and then he's going to hit with the claw. Ooh, that's not good. Let's see what the saving throw is. Alright, so uh, up top, there's a battle going on up top. And the, he sinks the great axe into the pegasus. And then puts his claw into the pegasus. And then rips out a piece of its ribcage. And the, the pegasus gets ripped into. And the knight goes falling to the ground. And he's up pretty high, so... And he takes 34 points of fall damage in his plate armor as he hits the ground in a big heap. <clears throat> doesn't die. All right. Uh, next up are these beings over here, the, the green creatures on the west side of the map. Okay, I'm just going to do a quick roll here. Uh-oh. So there's this large battle that happens up here, and these three demons assault this uh, Pegasus. And even though they're large, they're all scaled up large. So the large creatures just take their great axes and begin hacking uh, this Pegasus into bits, just like like a hoof falls off and, and then the nose and they're just uh, completely cut it up into smithereens and stab it with their hands, their, their clawed hands. And the knight goes falling to the ground and hits the ground as well for fall damage. Even though he's a giant double-sized man. The 12-foot 12-foot man hit the ground. He falls on a hump in his plate mail, which is now also double heavy, uh, and hits the ground. Okay, perfect. That brings us to everything but one hope. Uh, you fly astride uh, atop the battlefield, you know, thinking that you know you've been hit with a couple arrows, shoop, 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 and you missed another one, but thinking you're safe for the moment from the onslaught. And then a creature appears out of invisibility next to you, right where you are. And it approaches you on uh, while you ride atop the broom. There goes a there goes one. There goes a dice. It's gone. It there it goes. Last. Leaves. Uh, we're, I gotta get the cursed dice. So this might be in your favor. <laughs> oh, the curse continues. Okay. Uh. No, 15 is your AC, right? That's a hit. Yes. Yes, okay. for the bad guys, I'm saying. Um, so, 2d6. Alright, so you take 10 points of slashing damage. Alright, and then once with the claw. That's a miss, for sure. Alright. Uh, you're up. That's it for those guys. It's Elentris's turn. Now, what is going on with Elentris? All right, so she sees that the hope that you're being attacked by one of these demons in the corner. She sees that the other uh, Pegasus are taking off, and then she sees the free Pegasus to the left. She t- she grabs hold of the thing, and she beelines one, two, three, four, five, six beelines for it. Uses her action to mount up on top of it, bringing the thing, and she's now mounted up on top. Okay, catapults are firing. Hope and Stanley, let's hope you didn't make a grave mistake. 
At least you don't have a dude in you. No matter what happens. Thanks. Oh no. Help oh, boy. One, two, three, four, five, six. It seems comforting to hear Bo say, 10, oh no. 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14. Sure, it's not. Okay, a it just barely misses you. Actually, the, the catapult hits here. I can't ping it for some reason. Anyways, it hits just to the right of the wall of fire and not in you guys. Eleven Nash, you're pelted with a catapult shot. <laughs> really? Poor Nash. You, you He's had a bad picture. day. Uh, you take sixteen points of fire damage. 16. You might have resistance. I to have resistance to fire. Damage. Does it hurt me? So it's only it's seven, six points of damage. Six points of damage. Okay. You have one more catapult shot. The side just it just grazes you on the side. It doesn't do much damage. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's the definition of insult to injury. All right, and that last catapult misses, and so you're good to go. All right, and I'm going to move this to this because this doesn't make sense. Okay, Hope, you're up. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Hope's pissed off at this thing, but she's going to disengage, and then she's going to use her extra action to shoot at this thing that just slapped her in the face. Uh, let's see. Okay, it's point action. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do four attacks? No, I'm going to use my my initial action to disengage so that I can move back, oh, give myself you. range. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what I'll do is hope I'll fly on one of the to one of the sides of the fire circle that's around Stanley and Varel. And then she'll fire two shots with her action surge at the monster that attacked her. Okay. So where exactly do you want to move your character to? Let me go ahead and move her here. Friends with the monster. Oh, there you go. All right. So you're you're still flying in the air, though. You're not taking cover behind the wall, right? Correct. Uh, that'll uh, she'll try and do that after the shots fire. Okay. Perfect. So action surge. Now you get your two attacks. Okay, first is a 28. Okay, that's a hit. Next, 13 damage. Okay. And the next one? Next is a 15. Uh, That's a miss. All right, cool. So she'll fire that one as she's going behind the fire. Okay, hits in its chest. (sighs) He just seems to, like, like bug bite to him, doesn't do anything. And then it shoots off to the left. (sighs) Misses. You take refuge behind the fire, lowering down, and uh, you feel the wind of the Pegasus wings flapping as you do that, and the heat in front from the wildfire. Okay, um, perfect. That brings us to Stanley. All right. Uh, Stanley uh, sees Varel, is surprised by the appearance of Varel, and at first thinks he's going to disappoint his friend by dispelling the magic flames uh, <laughs> and make his noble sacrifice of hit points uh, useless. But then he gets a wicked little idea and he goes, you up for this? And casts Dimension Door, bringing Varel with him to appear atop the evil horse with Little Man up here, both of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, are you going to appear on the horse or above the horse? Uh, I mean, the goal is to get Varel on the horse. I don't know how many beings can fit on this horse. Okay. So, the goal is to get at least Varel on there so he can wreak havoc on this little caster man, even if that means Stanley's going to be falling. But... Okay. I, the, that's the goal. If they can both fit, that's great, too. All right, well, I'm sure the range on Dimension Door is fine. So, Varel, do you consent? Oh, I consent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured as much, but you never know, right? All right so I've got to, like, just move this. I'm going to move it to the map layer. It'll stop animating, I think, if it goes to the map layer. No? All right, so let's move you, like, basically here. Yeah. Okay. So you say, uh, "Are you up for this?" <laughs> and you snap your fingers and appear on, on the back of the flaming nightmare horse. <sighs> All right. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Is like it within... happens. It happens so fast that they, no one's noticed. Nobody's noticed. You appear there and you have time to act before the whole world knows you're there. Uh, is, is he within range that if I wanted to do an offhand strike with the dagger, I could do it? Um, so are you seated or standing on the horse? Like, or are you f like falling and trying to grab him as you go down kind of deal? Uh, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. I was like, I'm okay if you want to it, appear but... seated behind him. You know? Yeah. I think there's something funny about just appearing sitting on the horse along with the guy. Okay, so is Varel behind you or you want Varel between you and the guy? I put Varel between me and the guy. Okay. So <laughs> I think you could reach over and do a little stabby. That's fine. All right. Bonus action, attempt well, a little stab. I'm going to say it's with disadvantage because you are reaching with, with a non reach weapon. You got to reach through Varel, so it's challenging. Okay. All right, that's fine. Um, oh, no, that doesn't hit. Okay. Never. Just <laughs> not gonna you can also stab the horse. That <laughs> 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 seems. Seems mean. I'm not gonna yeah. do it. We'll go with what I originally. It's a demonic horse. We don't have to feel work. bad for it. It's a okay. demon horse. You're good. <laughs> You're good. All right. Um. Uh, let's see here. All right. So then, um, these two archers on either side, not seeing. Oh no, they do see. They won't see you atop it. They're not seeing any good targets. So without seeing any good targets, they take to the air. <laughs> And uh, their movement is 60 flying. So two, four, six. All right. They take up, she takes up a position near here and she fires a volley of arrows at both Hope and Knight Commander uh, Vane. So let me just get some attack rolls out here. Let's go off the dimension door to do that. Okay, perfect. So uh, the Knight Commander gets hit with an arrow. I'm going to roll the damage dice for this one. Got the same stat block open twice. That sucks. Eight. No, seven. And then this. Okay, and she takes a big pile of damage from that one arrow. One arrow hits her right in the back of the leg, Hope, and you sort of see her go, Argh! she tries to get on top of the Pegasus. Um, she needs to make a saving throw for this, and she fails. So she is also now poisoned. Put a green mark on it right there. Okay, uh, second arrow 
at her. She gets hit with a second arrow. Um, seven points of damage. Okay, she gets nailed for basically another 20 points of damage. She remains poisoned. Okay, and then one at you, Hope. It's a three, so that's fine. <laughs> the modifier won't save you. Uh, this one takes to the air, scanning for targets, and sees down below this paladin uh, lying on the ground right now and sees her opportunity to strike it. Uh, it is with disadvantage because it's lying prone. So that's at least a positive. Positive. All my dice are disappearing. Okay. Wow, two 15s. It's a hit. Alright, so I'm just going to roll them again because if she hits like three times consecutively yeah, it's two hits, so we'll just test out damage for that here. How much has he got left? Not a lot. Okay, that's fine. So she fires her three arrows at the at the clumped up, the, the pile of armor that's the paladin that fell from the pegasus that got killed. She stretches back and goes thoof, thoof. One arrow misses and two hits him. One hits him in the leg and there's like, ah! And then one hits right like where his helmet is in the middle. Just, and then it just goes, his body goes silent and stops moving. Um, okay, that's that. Um, Nash, it is your turn. Okay. So you now, you've successfully decapitated this creature. It's kind of flailing like a chicken with its head cut off. But it, for all intents and purposes, it is defeated. However, it's still very much a part of your conjoinment. And am I feeling, is it severe burning that I'm feeling, that burning you described earlier? It's severe burning. It's, un, it's, it's burning, but not burning, burning like you would know it in the mortal world. It's this feeling like demonic blood is starting to pulse through your own bloodstream, and your body's defense systems are on red alert right now, piping hot red alert as it fights off this demon blood that begins pumping through your veins. Jeez. I don't know what to do to it. Um, all right. But like, it's not, it's not assaulting you anymore. It's, it's, it's dead. Right. But it feels like, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting hints here about, how long I should stay in this form or I something. I mean, because we're six seconds per turn, there isn't anything that you can like do about it in terms of right. studying it, its effects or understanding it. Right. The world's burning all around you. All right. Well, I'm going to get back into the fight. Um, where's Varel in here? Where did he go? Uh, Varel is now north. They dimension doored from the Ring of Fire, oh, and they're on the back right. of a, a black horse with right. flaming mane. All right, I'm and there's, gonna... a, there's a green skinned dude with the yellow beady eyes, and they're they're riding with him. I'm going to recast. <laughs> it's unclear if they're friendly or not, although you, you assume it's for combat. I'm going to recast uh, another banishment and hold that focus again on. Okay. This dude, whoops, hold on, let me mark him. That double sizer. If I'm, okay. if you'll allow me. <laughs> now he's been doubled in size, so you might, he might not meet a size restriction of the spell potential. I don't so think there is. 
Hold on. I'll check. I'm probably not. I don't think there is either, but you got to check these things, you know? Cast spell. Nope. Yeah, it just says target creature. Perfect. That's nice. I'm banishing that bastard. So it's a saving throw. Yeah, it is. It's a charisma 16. And let me see what type. Charisma. You said charisma. Yeah. You said it. It's fine. All right. It's a failure, meaning your spell succeeds. Sweet. Which Boop. one is it? The one nearest you? Yeah, or the, the one near it. The one nearest me. Okay, he's gone. Okay. He casts a spell and he just goes. Whoop. It's almost like a Star Wars fade, right? Just like. Yeah. Just gone. All right, and then I will. You want to yell anything out as you do that? <laughs> is your full battle mode? <laughs> uh. You were. I yell. You were. You had become a double-sized dong. But look now, you're freaking gone, and, and now and then I move. <laughs> I want to move. I want to move really over here. I really appreciate that one. Um, okay, you're float. You're flying above the ring of fire. Yeah, yeah. So I'm right there, and that dude is with me. I was gonna put that there to remind me. I don't see the ring. Weirdly. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Why. Is it on the GM? See if I can see it. Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I, I can, can see, see it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'll refresh it. Sometimes that just doesn't see it at all. That's so odd. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have it blocked to me, you haven't. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It's on. No, it's not on the GM layer. It's on the map layer. So you should see it. All right, I'll re- I'll refresh and get it back. All good. All good. All good. All right. So you banish that one creature. You now have to maintain concentration on it. Um, and you fly above the ring of fire. Anything else you want to do? Nope. I'm gonna look triumphant. As well, I have... There's one thing I am going to ask you to do. Do you know what it is? No. <laughs> Another you're gonna roll D100, D1000 business? Yep. Great. Okay. Give me your four numbers, please. Still don't see that ring. I don't know why. All right. Uh, here are my numbers. Uh, first set will be seven. Mm-hmm. One. Yep. Nine. Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. So, since I kind of wrote them both ways, you can either go with 7190 or 0917. Which result do you want? Uh, The second one. 0197. Zero. Zero. 0917. Zero. Okay. Yeah, 0917. All right. 0917. Just a quick moment. <laughs> Now you have to live with the fact that you chose this. <laughs> I know. I feel like right, I may have per- just made a horrible error, but it's fine. This is a strange result. Okay. In your mind, you immediately gain the knowledge of where to find an addictive substance that causes euphoria. That causes euphoria? These are all very applicable to Nash and his history. <laughs> I mean, they kind of um, are. We'll, we'll... Afraid of something crazy, made something bigger, and now knows where to find drugs. Yeah. 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 You you know where to find it. Uh, we'll f- and we're not going to discuss that just now. 
we'll, we will speak no more of it. But knowledge randomly pops into your mind as you fly around the battle scene. You're like, wait a second. I know where to find highly addictive drugs that give a great sense of euphoria. Well, that's what happens. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, next up, it is uh, this guy, the guy that's behind you. Um, can I get stealth rolls with disadvantage from both Pharrell and... Actually, not with disadvantage. Just stealth rolls from Nash and... Not Nash. Stanley and Varel. <laughs> Jeepers. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? Uh, 16 for Stanley. 18. Okay, and let's see what the passive perception is of this creature. There it is. Plus 7 to his base of 10, 17. Sorry, somebody ruled lower than a 17. Which one? There was a 16 I did. There, right? It was me. All right. So, gone. sorry, he notices you. So he's going to... <laughs> as you're both mounted on the back of him, you see an, a, a yellow eyeball as he turns his head back. And then a sense of panic. As <laughs> he has to react immediately. Um, so let's see here. Well, that seems appropriate. He's already pretty afraid of me, putting me in a ring of fire, flying all up super high. Let his nightmares come to him. Okay, I think... I think he can only do this one thing. Just, I'm just sort of trying to understand the stat block here for him. And I believe this is right, but this is obviously the, the safest. He's got. He's the commander. He's got to be safe. So he disappears. Okay. And... Um... Yeah, he disappears and takes cover behind his doubled in size teammate. Like so. That's his action, however. And then he flies, I think, a little bit farther out to get a bit of safety. And you're now aboard the Nightmare Horse by yourselves. Okay. Uh, Elentris, it is her turn. Oh, no, wait, sorry, that's wrong. It's the good guys. The quote, good guys turn. That's not Elentris. It's all the other NPCs. They're mostly all gone. That one's dead. Um, the Knight Commander is still experiencing Featherfall and moving her, her way to the ground. Basically done. So we've only got this giant 12-foot-tall human who's also fallen to the ground. So he stands up, holds his ground, and readies an action because he can't fly. And the creatures are flying above him. He grabs, picks up a shield and a sword, stands there, holds them up. He realizes he's like pretty much the last of his squadron and he's going to give them all kinds of hell before he dies. He smashes the shield and sword together and yells Aah! and begs them to, uh, taunts them to come attack them. Okay, Pharrell, you're up. All right. <laughs> all right. If only I hadn't failed that stealth check. That's a bummer. Well, we're on a demon horse, so attack the demon horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now the horse has a has a wreath of flames upon it. Yes, I mean its mane is made of fire. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I then I will not ignite my. Hmm. No, I was told this this is for killing demons. I'm going to use Fangs Inferno, and I will yell <laughs> Fangs Inferno. 
Okay. I was as told. I, as I bring the blade and swing it around for a plunging attack while sitting on the horse itself. Right. Perfect. Recklessly, I uh, attack. You can make it with advantage if you don't already have advantage. I'm reckless. Oh, you're reckless attacking. You're good. Yeah. But then I wouldn't be recklessly exposed. No, it's fine. I'm already reckless. We're raging. We're raging the Cajun. And it's uh, a 13 for the first attack. That is a hit. Oh, badass. All right. The physical damage is 14. Uh, like slashing or whatever. Piercing. Yes. Slashing. Okay. All right. 14. And then I hook it up with an additional five points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, the fire damage does nothing. All right. Well, we're already in the zone. Mm -hmm. Second attack is a 22. It's a hit. Five, nine. You only need to roll slashing. 12 points of slashing damage. Perfect. All right. So you, you slash it. You notice your sword's effectiveness is somewhat diminished as the creature seems to be made of fire and brimstone itself. Your slices, instead of blood where you'd expect it, you just see embers and, and pieces of flame sort of pop out. Almost as if you, what you're riding on is ash taken physical form. Okay, so is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? That is everything. Perfect. All right. Well, it is now the turn of these large green beasts. And this one up here, smaller one, uh, well, they're a little loath and they look down. They don't want to fight this paladin on its home turf. And they hesitate a little bit, but then they decide to get taunted and go down. They're creatures of pure destruction and they don't think for too long. Great axe time. That's a hit. And he fell off, so he actually sustained a lot of damage. Yeah, okay. Um, the great axe damages it. Yeah, Didn't he have a readied action? He did have a readied action. Is it to get hit by an axe? Like a chump? <laughs> Alright, so this blow is going to kill him. But before he dies, he readied his attack action on the first person who was going to attack him for an attack. He hits this creature and... As as like as the great axe of this large winged green beast sinks into his body, he raises up his sword, He-Man style, and says, "By the power of Euphemius!" And he <laughs> raises up his sword and slunges, slunges. He slunges, slunges. He slunged to that demon hard. He slunges like at the him. The new Olympic description: slunging. His sword flashes with light. He brings it down to this beast and does a whopping 43 points of damage to it. Whoa. All right. Uh, as he sinks his sword in and aims true. But then he looks down and he looks up at this creature and his last breath escapes him. Face of desperation and unrest as he slumps over the axe. And the creature brings him up with the axe. You know how, like, you might crush, like, a little woodland animal in its throat in the forest or something? No. 
<laughs> like I, don't, I don't know Being... that at all. <laughs> growing was... up, yes, right? I mean, yeah, growing up, not like lately, but you know. You know, you put firecrackers and frogs in your kid, man. Some people are going to hate me for saying that. Um, but the he takes the um, the paladin and flies up with it in its axe and is kind of showing it off as like a thing. And then he takes his axe and he flings it as far as he can back to the crowd that is his army to the south. And uh, maybe somebody down there catches it. Who knows? But he flings it into the demonic horde and is wow. dead. Um, okay, so death. that's the first guy. Second big guy with nothing to do has this sense that something behind him is going on because he sees the general sort of move behind him. He turns around and faces you two on the nightmare. And so these creatures are generally about 10 to 15 feet tall. So this thing is approaching 30 feet tall. He's the size of like a giant house. And he looks down at your little speck of a horse and your little specky bodies and brings his giant great axe down on your both of your heads, being able to hit you in an area of attack area of effect attack with the axe. Okay. Where is the modifier? So Stanley. Yes. 16 to hit. Does it hit? That is exactly my AC. That's a hit. Okay. So let's see what the damage is. Six and five is 11. Plus five is 16 slashing damage. Okay. Pharrell, you as well are hit with a 24 attack roll. And with the same axe. 15, 20, 20 slashing to you, Varel. Did it hit the up? horse? It should hit the horse as well. You're right. I didn't think of it hitting the horse, but now that you mentioned it, it hit the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I talking this way? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I like that way of saying it. <laughs> All right. So. Oh. 22 points of damage on the horse. It thankfully is still flying and keeping you there. So that's something. Oh, yeah, it is. It takes severe damage as half of the horse sort of gets sliced off. And so there's this half of the horse now that has nothing but ember inside. And it kind of singes your feet. So now you have to side saddle it on the horse. Because if you straddle it, then it's open to its body, and there's a glowing fire happening inside. It's going to set you on fire. So you both, both of you, like lift up your leg to try not to be burned. As the well, we're, we're both resistant because we're hanging out by me. Mm-hmm. Oh, does he does he benefit from your resistance? Yes, as of my most recent level. If you're in my aura, you have my resistance. Oh, nice. Okay, so it's not that hot. It doesn't feel that hot. Yeah. I mean, it could be warm. Like, we, we're aware of its hotness. Oh, it can hey. still do damage to you, though, right? You're not immune. Yes. We're, yes, correct. Yeah, you still you still can't hug the embers of this creature. It's still still hot. I'm sure Varel would do it anyways, but Stanley, you're not a fan. Um, I would think. Uh, it would be my guess. All right, so that <laughs> that is that. Now, the How much one... damage did I take? <laughs> I don't know. That was was I think he said it was 20. Slashing okay. 20. It was 20. You're cool. right. 20 slashing. All right. Thank you. All right. So next you're flying over this ring of fire. Um, so Nash, uh, this creature then flies in your direction. Mm-hmm. It's one of the winged beasts yeah. and attempts to attack you. 
A second one, not the one you've been fighting this whole time. In your right. Body. <laughs> right. All right, that's 13. All right, so it's a hit versus you. Um, What's the... Uh... You take uh, 18 points of slashing damage. Damn, okay. From the great axe swing. All right. Okay, and I actually forgot an attack on, on that, so we're just going to finish you up, Ash. He also attacks at you with its claw, attempting to impale you with it. Um, nope, that's going to be a miss. Sweet. Uh, same for the two of you. I'm going to flip a coin as to who it's going to hit. That's you, Stanley. Oh, no. It reaches its claw behind Varel, seeking you out, and attempts to stab you with its claw. 14. That's not going to hit, right? You said it's not hit. Yeah. And it misses. 16. Okay, perfect. That is them. Elentris's turn now. She climbs aboard the thing. Wait, she was hit with that as well, wasn't she? Hit with what? Mass suggestion. She was, but she's now been shot with arrows, so it would be gone now. Thank you. Okay, that's what I had in my head is that she wasn't under control, but I couldn't remember why, so thanks for that. All right, so she's not under any compulsion to move south. She grabs the chest, is atop the Pegasus that was knocked off by Commander uh, Thale. And let me see the fly speed of a Pegasus, please. 90 feet. Awesome. She gets on top and she moves 90 feet. I didn't realize the name was Thale. Now all I can picture is the Knight Commander slow falling down this tower, like falling really slow while it plays that sail song. Oh, but it's sail! Just sail! Yeah. <laughs> Those are, those are always best with the cats when they jump off the window seals. I love those. Yeah, exactly. right, perfect. So, so uh, the Knight Commander Vane has gotten aboard the Pegasus with the chest and is now fl- flying up into the air and starting to head in a northern traje- trajectory, but avoiding the demons who approach from the north. Um, and that is her turn. Uh, catapults will now fire on the ground. Hope you are the only one on the ground. No, no, no. I'm still flying. You're still flying on your broom. All right. So they don't. Yeah. There's no one. Oh, there's the demons that are on the ground. Oh, they're not on the ground, but they're low to the ground. Ten. Yeah. So three catapult shots hits the tower. Doesn't hit anybody. Hope, it's your turn. Okay. Hope, uh, continuing her sweep around the the top of the firewall that was cast, uh, the broom's going to bring her around. And then she's going to see the demon fighting Nash. And once again, two shots into that demon. Okay, perfect. Make your attack rolls, please. Okay, first one is a 21. It's a hit. And 16 damage. Okay. Perfect. What type of damage, please? Piercing. Probably, yeah, piercing. Okay, next one. Next one is a 23. Okay, it's a hit. This is a hit. Can 19 damage. Okay, perfect. You fire two shots at it. And it sinks into its chest. And it just looks straight ahead at Nash as if nothing happened. Just full of anger. Great. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Hope? Ah, that's it. All right, Stanley, you're up. 
right, with his offhand, Stanley is still holding the dagger from when he tried to stab the commander, and he's just gonna bring it down on the the horse that he's riding on for an offhand attack. Okay. So you're hitting your own horse, right? Yeah, the horse we're we're on. Okay. I figure he's got to be getting close. That's going to be a 19 to hit. It's a hit. It's not going to be much damage, though. kind of forgot how weak this thing is. That's three damage to the horse. <laughs> oh, really is low. <laughs> What's the point? Kidding. Yeah, that's really low. <laughs> You know, hey, what do you, what else am I going to do with I'm my just, bonus I'm attack? Might as well do it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and then for it's my... Cl- it's clearly really damaged, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then for my main action, I'm going to just reach out with the telekinesis to this archer lady. Yeah. You said they weren't floating very high off the ground, right? Nope. No, they're staying low to the ground. They're, they're very her- agile, though. A little telekinetic boop on the head to make her okay, hit, so the, hit the ground. So we do a contest, right? We do a strength contest, yeah. Oh, you do your spell casting. Spell versus I... strength, yeah. Okay, so where is this stat block? Is that... Oh, That's they're strong. pretty good. Pretty, yeah, what'd you roll? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, it's going to be a 24. Damn, I can't beat that. All right, so you grab control of it with your telekinetic of, of her. The, her, it... It's a demon being. You just go and describe how describe how you like Charles Xavier it or whatever Magneto her into the ground. So I figure she's looking for targets. I think she probably just saw us and was just realizing we're there. And just as her her head pulls up and sees it, she just feels something smash into her face and just push her back onto the tower itself. Just face palm. And like someone trying to dunk, but they're too they're too short. All right, and as soon as she connects with it, she explodes into a pile of corpses. Or a pile of guts. <laughs> Just right as she touches. It's it's funny how there's kind of this unique experience each time somebody dies against the tower, it, it, it changes. And if you were into bloodshed, you'd be kinda into it'd be kinda cool. All right. Um anything else you can do with your turn? Nope, I'll stay on the horse till the horse isn't going anymore, I guess. I'm going to paint. I'll paint your blood stain here. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so you you see it there? Here we go. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's rough. All right, killed it pretty good. However, her uh, teammate on the southern side, takes a bead at Nash with her bow, doesn't move position, and she feels she's pretty safe. And she's about to shoot you, Nash. Then she realizes the object of her mission, which is the case, is being made off with. And she redirects her aim towards the Pegasus and Knight Commander Vane. She fires three arrows. And what is the modifier? At the horse or the commander? Uh, at both. Oh, no. Oh, a natural 20. You've been giving me... You've been giving her my temporary hit points I've been giving her, right? Right, but they don't stack. Like, they well, I know they don't stack, but, you know, she's... I have, happened. yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm worried about keep it. Keep her safe, but... Yeah. 
she's not going to be very safe for much longer. Um, not that she has been, but uh, let's see here. This shot is going to hit her. Uh, the first one hits her. Does four points of piercing. So I'm going to that down. And then 11 and 17 poison. And she's already that. Oh, that's a 20. Okay, perfect. So she's going to take 21 points of damage. Okay, and then for the natural 20, which hits the Pegasus. does a horse have okay so with one arrow critically hitting this demon demonic creature of black armor with wings and a helmet with horns pulls back her or, ornate demonic blow uh air bow not blow <laughs> <laughs> fires one hits what her Nash located yeah fires another one it misses and then pulls back for the third shot takes a second and let's go and it lands right in the Pegasus's eye. And the Pegasus goes, <laughs> or whatever it is they do. <laughs> Classic Pegasus sound. Yeah. Oh, man. The sounds of the Pegasus. The majestic Pegasus. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> as they, as they, That's amazing. And it immediately dies, and carrying her atop. And, of course, there's momentum. So as she begins flying, she gets hit, gets thrown from the horse off the side. The chest also, she loses grip from the chest. Well, let's do a saving throw. Maybe she won't lose the grip of the chest. Eight plus. She loses grip of the chest. The Pegasus dies immediately as it just it falls off the side too. Basically, all three of them fall off the side. The chest, the Pegasus, and the Knight Commander floating off the side. Oh, why don't I move her there? She's up there. She's just flying all over the place. Okay, so they're now both the chest and the other business falling off the side. Okay. Um, that's them. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Speak of the devil, and he will appear. Nash, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That Pegasus thing really made me laugh. All right, this dude attacking me. Uh-huh. I'd like to... Uh, do the old multi-attack on him. Okay. I really wish these guys would get... They weren't acid-resistant, because I have other ideas that would work really well in here. But since they are, let's do uh, a multi-attack. And again, it is a... What is the saving throw for you? I don't know. It is... Hold on. Why can't I find it? I can't find the saving throw. Oh, for what? Sorry, what are you looking for? For right? multi-attack. Why can't I? See, why don't I see it? 
Oh, it's re- it's called recharge. It's not a. Oh right, right, right. You got you like you're supposed to do that at the top of every turn. It's more for DMs, but that's I how you keep recharge. forgetting. Yeah, I don't I think do it that. just makes more sense to do it on your turn. So let's see. Uh, I think it's you have to roll a five or, or four, five, or six to recharge, or five or six. Uh, for, with the D six. The D six, yeah. Okay, hold on. But you haven't. Oh, you did use it once this battle. You did. Okay, I rolled a four. Is Sorry, that good? I don't have the stat block open. It says recharge and a number to a number. What's the range? Uh, the range on that thing. Recharge. Oh, the recharge. I don't know. Where am I looking for this? I don't know. So where. it'll say the recharge keyword. Oh, oh I found it. it. That's only for acid breath. We've got five to six on acid breath. The other multi tag doesn't say there's a recharge. No, but like certain monsters, like all throughout the monster manual, all through the five E monsters, they'll have some really high power abilities that they have to, at the start of their turn, roll for the recharge, and they get it back if they get the number within the range. So if it says recharge 5-6, and you have to roll a 5 or 6 for it to recharge. Yeah, it just doesn't say. It doesn't? No. Oh, maybe there's a baseline thing of a jigger. Black Dragon. It. it says, for Acid Breath, it definitely says. It says recharge 5-6, to six, big and bold letters. Tells me what, okay. it, what it has to be. But yeah. for bite claw or multi attack, they don't. There's have no it. recharge. It won't appear. It'll only appear if recharge applies. Oh. So if there's no recharge keyword, then there's no need to recharge. All right. Well, then I just attack. It should it. only be your flame breath that has to recharge. All right. Well, here's the attack. Are you ready? Yeah. Sorry for the confusion there, everyone. No, it's okay. That is a 15. A miss. Damn it. I knew it was high. Um. Okay. Well, then I just miss. That's my turn. I'm staying there. I want to fight this guy. You get three attacks. Oh, right. Dub. We're doing multi-attack. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. That was just bite. <laughs> that was just bite. Eight. That's a miss. Right. Are you adding your modifier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you rolled like a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> You're supposed to tell me these things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I rolled oh, a one. Oh, that's it. Uh-oh. I rolled a one <laughs> plus my modifier. You're ones from me. <laughs> I ro- this is a high crime in the court of bow. I rolled a one plus, <laughs> plus my modifier. Uh huh. Uh, I'm okay. serious. I have right. No, no. I believe you. It's just you have to tell me if there's a one because sometimes there's a negative effect. Oh, all right. Well, there's. I rolled a one plus seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, That's a what miss. Do you think about that. Is that a miss? You can continue. You can continue. It's definitely a miss. All right. Third shot, which is the claw. A 24. Oh, that's a hit. Okay. Let's see. Claws, not as much damage, though. kind of sucks. All right, so let's do 2d6. Oink. Eight damage. Perfect. Eight damage. Yep. I will mark the eight damage on it as you swipe out of it. Now, because of the one that you rolled during the series of attacks, um, as you swipe out with your, your claw, your claw gets stuck in its flesh. And you were lightly grappled by the unit. Okay. Am I just stuck or is he grappling me? Yeah, your hand's stuck. So okay. if it moves, you're gonna move with him. And you know, you can't you can't move. You're grappled by the creature until you get your claw out of him. Lame. I should have said I rolled a two plus <laughs> No. Wait, no, it's honor. Way. Remember, remember from the start is honor. It wouldn't system. work anyway. If we can't, if we can't obey the honor system, we'll roll on screen. No, no, no. You're right. Cameras for each of our dice or whatever various <laughs> apps. 
Yeah, everybody. Except for me, because I'm the DM. And there's I a shortage on uh, webcams right now, so good luck with that. But yeah, I want to do a dedicated webcam for my. I know you have two webcams, cool. Scott. I do. One. <laughs> one is showing me to you, and the other showing me to the audience. But we're getting an overlay so that we can roll the dice on the overlay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel passionate about actually rolling, but I would like my rolls to display. I'm I'm very mixed on what I want. No, it's dramatic for viewers. I think displaying rolls would be ideal, actually. But, you know, um, honor system works, too. All right, so n anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Nope. Stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with this nope. a-hole until I can fight him. Okay, okay. perfect. Um, you gave, all right, the eight, so you the, gave him the eight damage, right? You damaged him? Yeah, I did okay. give him the eight damage. Right. It did connect. But these guys, they don't react super great to damage. They just kind of just take it. Like, right. There's almost a sense that they just shrug it off completely and don't feel any pain. Um, now, that puts us into this, this green skinny guy who's floating above the air who got off the, the, the horse you guys were on is now in a position to cast a new spell from where he is. Whoa. But will he do that? What a jerk. Uh, Thinks he he's so great. Clearly afraid of me. All right. He actually sees that his um, teammate... His, his, what do they call people you can order around? You know, his soldier. Your his, minions. Minion. His, his minion, lackey. his rank and file. His yeah. la lackey. No B on the front of that. I like lackey. Um, so the, he teleport, he just teleported from here. And, uh, well, why would I do that and do that? That makes no sense. It's, it's a problem when your DM's not that good at strategy sometimes. <laughs> it's just like, uh, make dumb moves. Okay, I think I know what I am going to do. Mm. Kind of hate creatures with spells. All right, whatever. It doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it because it, it it does sort of make sense. Seeing that the battlefield, there's a sense that the initial assault is at a loss. Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Sorry, I know this. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, spinning my tires a bit. So what the creature's been doing for all six seconds. He's like, well, it's at a loss. I can't, no, don't yeah, but I, I figured out what I'm going to do. All right, so here goes. He casts invisibility on himself. Because, you know, I'm a big fan of that spell. He goes invisible. And then what he does, you don't know. That makes it easy. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Varel, it is your turn. All right. Uh, horse is still going. How? Oh, this guy is out of my range. All right, we're attacking the horse. Uh, we're attacking the horse. We're, okay, keeping we're, it rolling. we're continuing the assault on the horse. There's a giant 30-foot demon in front of you, but we're killing the horse. Got it. Well, he is using... I just want the, it's not a criticism. I just want the image. He <laughs> is all. 10 feet away. I cannot reach him. Uh, though he did. No, you know what? Uh, no, actually, sorry. Uh, that this might be like a map weird. I have him turn. I have him angled diagonally for some reason. He's not hooked into an actual. He's sitting on more squares than he should be sitting on, really. So. And you were, yeah. I think it'd be like so, that. Yeah, you're you're with the okay. range. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. Uh, Astride our noble flaming steed, I will attack the demon that what would attack us. Okay, then do it. All right, recklessly. 
double 15s. So that's a 23. 23 to hit. It's a hit. All right. First attack is rolling out. It's going to be a 9, 12 points of slashing damage. Okay, perfect. So I'll mark that down. With 7 points of fire. Okay, perfect. Second attack is a... Uh, it's a 14. Total? Uh, for the attack, yes. Uh, that's a miss. Okay. All right, so I stride the horse that is slowly exploding underneath you. Swing once and hit, swing once and miss. And I, flesh from its chest. I will use my bonus action to flame burst. <laughs> it sounded like you said blame burst. Blame <laughs> burst. Yeah, I blame burst. all of these. <laughs> so the demon, the horse, and Stanley, but he has my fire resist, take three points of fire damage. Okay, so the horse takes no damage, and you have the fire resistance, so you take one damage, Stanley. All right. Done and done. All right, all marked. And it is complete. All right, perfect. Now, um, what did I mark this guy with the orangey brown circle for again? Because he he was super dead. <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't had a turn in like eight years, so I don't well, he's, know no, it's, what it's he's there, doing. It's about to be their turns. I'm just trying to remember what the last thing he was afflicted with. Uh, shit, I didn't write it down. He hadn't done anything. Maybe he's a corpse. Maybe he got he was hit by fighting a, fire. a pal. He was fighting a paladin. Uh, he was stunned. That's what it was. The paladin stunned him. That's why nobody remembers. He oh, did he fall on the tower when he was stunned? No, he's still flying. He's not unconscious or anything. Oh. Um, so uh, he's stunned up in the air, dazed. So he won't do anything. This one attacks you. So the large one that's in front of you, uh, Varel, now that you've attacked, he raises up his axe again and he says, I am the god of all destruction now. And he feels, he seems to feel more powerful now that he's grown in size. But, Tremble before my axe. <sighs> he swings for an at 20 on the three of you. Oh, shit. Ouch. Uh, I mean, he's a giant monster. So, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. It shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> Someone's tempting faith. No, no, I'm, I'm saying that I'm disappointed by uh, Inbigan because you only get a D4 bonus damage. So, you know, this won't be that bad. Oh, right, I see. Okay, 17. Uh, that's two. It's the baseline dice. Wow, really? Okay. We're going to be fine. Um, so it is 35 slashing damage to both of you. As well as the horse. No. Everyone's still alive? Yes. Okay. The horse explodes into a pile of embers beneath you, and you both immediately begin falling. And we're going to be rolling for falling damage this turn. No, we're not, because reaction right. feather fall on both of us. All right, so you fall 60 feet, which should bring you pretty much back to the surface safely. 
Okay. Um, nice. Perfect. And you're now out of range. However, because you're falling out of range, he's going to make an attack of opportunity. Immediately. Oh, he hasn't hit us enough this round. All right. 21. So that's going to be another hit of the Great Axe. Nine. Oh! Uh, falling. Wait, falling is not a movement action, and it is forced movement. Oh, and that's right. I keep forgetting that. Well done. You, good call. Look at that. Boom. Yeah. Completely negated. <laughs> you know what? I, we, we went over this because we were trying to do thunderclap shenanigans with opportunity strikes at one point. We but, need Scott to add to his, uh, his audio clips, like a Phoenix Wright objection. Yeah. Never, uh, <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> I've been objected to twice this match. I think probably if it's three times, I get uh, disciplinary action or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> three strikes. You're All good. right. So, uh, cool. Well, then you're safe from that. You land on the ground safely. Uh, that's that one. This one here begins moving westerly. One, And he has movement of 60, so 5, 10, 15, 20. All right. Perfect. That's about 60 there. Okay, and the one in front of you, Nash, that you're combating, of course, takes his axe out and attempts to hit you again. That is a 23, so that's probably a hit, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very much. 29 points of slashing damage. 29. Okay. Okay. And from your dragon form, so I'm going to mark that against it. Yeah, you have to make a concentration saving throw. Can do. You've taken 69 damage. Nice. Uh, I got a plus three in dragon <laughs> forms. Everyone high fives on the battlefield. Yeah. Nice. You did it. The one thing that brings enemies and allies together. Everyone. Nice. Uh, including my plus three is dragon uh, seven. It's a sweet roll. Seven. You rolled a seven. So uh, you break concentration. Yeah. And that means... Or wait, sorry. Ah, rolled nuts! A four. <laughs> this battlefield I mean, was finally second, looking vaguely clear. Yeah. The the second horrendously huge creature uh, comes into appearance. Think Where? that'll cover everything for the green guys. Um, Nash, we forgot to do one thing at the end of your turn, which was roll a d ten thousand. Well, we can do it now if you'd like. So, yeah, we're gonna do it now. Okay. First roll. <laughs> Three. Mm-hmm. Nine. Mm-hmm. Ten. Mm-hmm. And an eight. Okay. Eight zero nine three. It's kind of close to another roll. Hopefully that doesn't mean anything bad. I hope not. Zero. It's supposed zero, to be random. Three. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> All right. What? You're... So as you're as you're floating around fighting this creature, um, a rift opens up high above. Not a rift. Hmm, what? Oh, how exactly would I describe this? A portal, a hole, a, a tear, a tear. Suddenly, everyone notices the sky fills up with a large moon. 
So as all the fighting happens, all of a sudden it changes to night. Just the day night cycle just completely goes and it becomes nighttime. And then there's this giant moon in the sky. Invisible, because it's so close, you could see there's some kind of city on the surface of this moon. Wow. It's, it's unnervingly close. Yeah. So now we're nighttime, and there's a large city on the moon that you can see from where you are. <clears throat> That's what happens. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't want to make it at. Uh, I'm not sure how to top that with the rest of our episode. And since we're close <laughs> to the end time. What? <laughs> no! This combat can't go three episodes. That's too long. You gotta finish it. Sa we're... The Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts show up. It's Princess Selenity, thank God. We have to fight for the moon and on the moon. <laughs> with the this moon. would have been over this if some of stuff there. hadn't happened. Uh, and that's okay. It's the way the game plays. But yeah, we're going to be here for a little while yet, I would think. So, yeah, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> unless you want to go for 15 more minutes, I want to go for 15 more minutes. I can do. I, I can do 15. I need time to process what the moon means. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the DM who put it there. All right. <laughs> well, no, was, I rolled. A, I rolled on a wild magic surge table. This was, oh, this is. This is Anything that's happening with Nash is completely unplanned. It's not some master oh, narrative here. Okay. Also, the fact that your teammates got reamed is also not really part of the plan. So I'm pretty much I'm in a I'm in a we can keep going if you want, but the moon threw me off. Uh, no, quite a bit. Pro process. The, I say process the moon. <laughs> I vote 15 more minutes because I have process no sympathy moon. for the DM. I vote to process the moon. All right, so, so, and Varel and or not Varel, Hope and Nash. so we have to break the thing. I kind of want moon processing. I say no, no, process the, the moon. Vote is for, the vote is not for construction projects on the moon. No, <laughs> it's for it's, processing the I moon. I vote we build oh, something I on used, the moon. Okay, I'm sorry, Scott. I, yeah. yeah, no. See, you I need time to process. Look at me. I'm yeah. a mess. Process the moon. All right. So that's two so votes for moon. Two for processing. We got a One tie. We either have a tiebreaker yeah. or a tie or a or a. Y'all are gonna give him another week, and then this combat's gonna go another seven months. <laughs> no, I'm done with this. I want to move on to other combats. Everything okay. we're doing, I'm like, let's get on with the next thing. I've got other things we want to do. Never worry about me milking an encounter. Um, so hope. What's your what's your call? I'm going to go with process the moon only because I don't think we can wrap everything up in 15 minutes. I'm so sorry, I, I think we'd oh, get like man. maybe one or two more yeah. turns. Or not turns, but like one or two more characters. I like it. But that yeah. would not be enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we got to find out what happens Also, there's week. a box falling off the side of the now, tower. We need time for that. Yeah. Now, the, the cliffhanger is, is somehow Nash's magic surge summoned the moon in the sky. Um, <laughs> But I want to point out that the most important cliffhanger, the one only John's paying attention to, is his girlfriend uh -huh. just got shot off of Pegasus and is falling to her death off the side yeah, of the Yeah, I'm just going to live with that for a week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he was too far away to feather fall her. I saw your arrow desperately measuring things yeah, as it yeah. happened. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. Wait, maybe she'll break even with the moon gravity. Yeah. That or she's already dead and she'll go straight to what's his face with the box. Yeah. Yeah. Goal accomplished. Yep. 
Fast track to heaven. I love your idea, Kristen. I think she'll go to the place, but the box probably going to stay at the bottom of the tower. But she had the box, you know? <laughs> like, if I die on a, in a car, the car doesn't come with Bury me. Bury me with the box. <laughs> hey, do you wonder if anyone's ever buried with their car? The, the Egyptians, that's what they do. They, they got boats yeah. and they got... No, no, but I mean lately, like with your car, like somebody who's so into cars that you actually lower them into the ground. Well, didn't somebody do... Oh, no, no. Elon Musk launched a Tesla into space. That's what it was. Yeah. He launched See, his Roadster. I don't think it's that crazy that someone got buried in their automobile. No, probably somebody has, yeah, right? Like some like total car nut did this that. Man I'm loved looking. His, this man loved his Lamborghini. It had to have been somebody. Somebody somewhere. Yeah. Do you love your car enough okay. to be buried in it? Apparently, someone was buried astride a 1967 Harley Davidson. That makes sense. That, that makes an so Ohio sense man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. That also, makes almost too much sense. Is the problem? Yeah. It's. Oh, yeah. here's even better. A 1973 Pontiac Catalina with a passenger seat full of guns. Oh my lord! <laughs> Holy shit! That also, it you know, makes so much sense. It so. does, weirdly. You know what makes even more sense? Mm. That a moon appeared in the sky <laughs> with a big nope. city shining for Scott to see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, wrap it up, Scott. All right, going. that's it. Thanks everybody for watching. Well done. Uh, we will see what happens next week. Now that we've got a moon to deal with, I don't. Oh man. I need to find a thousand-sided die so I can roll these without your weird math. Anyway. You need to learn how to cast spells. This moon is your fault, It's Scott. not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I don't know why. I've got a guy in me. i got a demon inside me. How How did the guy get there, Scott? Uh, how did the guy get there? It's because of lack of concentration. That's why. <laughs> and, poor, and poor positioning after I lost concentration. That's why. Anyway, we will learn more about this and our fates next week. It's a very Nash piece of business, though, and I love it. So Bo has my he has my vote for a, a big thumbs up. Anyway, we'll be back next week with more. If you enjoyed what you heard and saw today, you can support us by going to therewillbedungeons.com, become a Dungeons Plus member, and get cool stuff in the mail, get cool digital rewards, get a monthly bonus show that you can't get any other way. So head on over there right now. There will be dungeons.com and sign up and become a Dungeon Plus member today. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Please come back next time when we'll surely do more of this. And uh, we look forward to doing that with you. Uh, that'll be next. Yeah, next week's normal. Today would have been weird if it was normal outside. We may not have had a show because of Easter. You know, all the family stuff yeah. that usually goes on. But, but a show. silver lining, we got to do a show. So glad you've all been here. Glad to have uh, you guys listening. Thanks for being here. We will be back next week. See you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.